Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming News discussing the possibility of God of War Ragnarok coming to PC. This is some speculation, but it is based on interviews and statements that were made about God of War coming to PC. If you weren't able to catch us live, we try to put everything right here on the front end that you might be looking for, and then we discuss it for a couple of hours. This is an SNTR update. God of War came to PC recently to great support and success, and some interviews and comments made about what they learned about the port has me thinking that a God of War Ragnarok release on PC is extremely likely. If you like these SNTR updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my uploads, and check out SNTR Gaming, where I stream live. So I'm going to pull from a couple of different articles, as well as just talk about the success of the port to PC, because this has been a very, I think, significant and successful endeavor with more PlayStation titles coming to PC. Game Rant had an article and they said this, asked whether PlayStation and Sony Santa Monica Studio had any plans to bring God of War Ragnarok faster than the four years it took for the first game, Barlog said he had no idea. Now again, this question is largely about are you going to do it faster than four years? Many of us have speculated that if a game like God of War Ragnarok were to come to PC, they would likely wait about 18 months or longer, given that they really want to have that push for PS5 sales. The demand is there, and they don't want to necessarily undercut that by having really giant mainstay titles landing on PC in too close succession or at the same time. I think that's highly unlikely. Given the success of the God of War port to PC, just in the last 24 hours, I'm recording this on January the 17th, they hit a peak of like 74,000 players. That's 74,000 people playing God of War on PC at the same time. In that same time frame, New World hit about 97,000, so roughly 20,000 more, and Rust, at the time that I recorded this and went and looked, Rust had 74,000 people playing, so that's pretty impressive to have games built on playing together and being online, and and this is a single-player game ported from PlayStation, hitting peak player concurrent numbers to rival, you know, MMOs and online games. Now, Game Rant also had this to say in another article. According to Barlog, Sony is currently taking it one game at a time, assumedly referring to Sony's slow rollout of PC ports. He mentions how each game is evaluated on how well it does and whether people enjoyed it or not. Obviously, it can be assumed God of War Ragnarok is going to be received well. It's odd that Barlog would mention that in the context of the possibility of a PC port, and that's how he characterizes the situation. Situation regardless. Given that Days Gone came to PC, it took a while to get to a better position on the PlayStation. It was not received that well. It had lots of problems, and it still came to PC. It's one of the best PC ports I think I have ever played. In this same vein, though, Benji Sales on Twitter grabbed a quote from a Game Informer article that I think is very telling. Corey Barlog says PlayStation Studios themselves told Sony they wanted their games on PC. Here's the quote. I think it was a collective of studios all over saying it was a good idea. We should be looking into this. Eventually, I think it reached that tipping point. So... The studios themselves were saying, can we please put our games on PC? Like, they're they're so good, they're so amazing, that's a, such a larger audience. And so, the studios want it, and clearly, from the response and the reviews of Days Gone, and now the success of God of War on PC, the users want it as well. 
Given some of the things they discovered in the build of this port, I think more is at play here. PC Gamer had the following to say, God of War's PC new accessibility features laid the groundwork for God of War Ragnarok. And this was the quote, This has really laid some groundwork in the back end, said UX and accessibility lead, uh, accessibility lead, Myla Pavlin. A lot of accessibility features require that you change your pipeline of how you create content. The PC port allowed us to go back and relook at how we were actually constructing some of the underlying code. Working on things like keyboard remapping allows us to actually look at that pipeline functions overall and carry that forward through all of our SMS products. So that will help us build a better foundation to work off in future products. So they actually changed pipeline foundational things in Ragnarok because of porting God of War to PC. This looks to me very promising for a future Ragnarok PC port because a lot of the groundwork's already been done within the foundational nature of the game. So the groundwork is there, the popularity on PC is already there, and Ragnarok will likely be a huge success. So God of War Ragnarok is aimed and rumored to release in September of 2022. We still don't know if that is accurate, but the God of War PC port has seen amazing, amazing success with 74,000 player peaks over the weekend after it launched, as well as interviews with Corey Barlog about the fact that they may end up bringing this to PC. He was asked if it would happen in a faster succession than the four years this took. He said he had no idea, but he also went on to say that the studio were the ones who pressured Sony to start bringing games to PC and with the success of the game coming to PC and the studios themselves wanting it, it's only a matter of time, in my opinion. In addition to that, there was an interview with PC Gamer where someone said, listen, a lot of the accessibility things we had to bring to God of War and bringing it to PC laid the groundwork for God of War Ragnarok in changing things within the pipeline and the foundation of that game, which means bringing it to PC would be even significantly easier this time around what do you think let me know in the comments below and as always if you like these sntr updates hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next one and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening thank you so much for being here this morning i know this is speculative but i think i've actually got a lot to base this on uh multiple articles indicating that this was something that not just that the studios wanted but it affected their development of god of war ragnarok at a foundational pipeline level what's good feed good to see you in the chat it's a little warm in the studio this morning usually i don't uh, start taking my clothes off until later for money but we're gonna do it really early this morning i am uh i'm like warm all of a sudden uh, i don't know what it is maybe i closing the door trap some of the heat in i'm like wow uh, so good morning, good to see you in the chat feed, Demins, and uh, everybody else is here. Go through your daily ritual. We may have a slightly slower day today, given the holiday. Happy MLK Day, Martin Luther King Day. If you are celebrating by taking the day off or just in your own way, we uh, we appreciate that you're able to do that. That means we might not have a lot of our worker lurker crowd with us today, and so we may have a slightly slower start. So make sure you're smashing the like button. Get us our first 100 likes. That will certainly help uh, the, uh, the the video do well. So let's just, let's get the poll going as well. God of War uh, Ragnarok PC uh, port went. I'm curious when you guys think the uh, 
the window would be uh, one year after uh, console, one year. I'm going to put one year. Then I'm going to put two years. Two years after console. And then I'm going to add a third option. Three to four years after console. So God of War Ragnarok PC port when? I'm assuming it's happening. I think it's a safe assumption. They changed their pipeline. They changed foundational things about Ragnarok because of the port to PC. So they're basically already adjusting how Ragnarok was developed. Okay, Which means... Hey, we're getting this game ready to bring to PC when it happens. And Corey Barlog's like, well, is it going to be four years? And he's like, I have no idea. But he also had to say in a Game Informer interview, the studios were the ones putting the pressure. We were the ones asking for this. We wanted this to take place. So God of War Ragnarok PC port when? I'm assuming it's happening. I just want to know when you guys think. One year after console, two years, or three to four. Like, do you think it's going to be lengthy or, you know, closer to... The launch. East Coast Overlord coming in with a $5 tip. Got snowed out of work today. Love the God of War port. One of the best there is. Ghost of Tsushima is now my only draw to get a PS5, which I'm definitely not gonna. Love the shirt. Just finished the series. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this is another great shirt from 80s Tees. Always remember to use code LONO. If you go to 80stees.com, it'll get you a nice big discount. Thank you guys all for being here this morning. We're going to be playing more God of War PC port this afternoon. We're going to test it out. We're going to see, okay, you know, can can we go the distance with a game? Are we in a position to do that yet? I mean, we, we've, we've tried these things in the past. We don't necessarily think that the interest is a, a maintained or sustained thing. Generally, people watch for the first day, and then that kind of is the end of it. They're just sort of curious on how it looks and performs, and then the audience tends to move on. So we will be playing that this afternoon. We thought it would be a perfect day to just be like, let me give you my impressions. I'll show it to you. We'll kind of walk you through what I think of God of War on PC, but also speculate on God of War Ragnarok PC release because I do think it is significantly uh, probable given everything that they have said. So if you're new and just tuning in for the first time or, or you tuned in or subbed over the weekend, we had a lot of people sub over the weekend watching some of the VODs. That that Elden Ring VOD had a lot of interest. People were really interested in the leaks that are out there and the gameplay. And so we greatly appreciate everybody who, uh, who took a peek at the channel over the weekend and uh, may have hit subscribe. Hopefully you had a good weekend. Uh, how was your latest playthrough? Pick up on anything you didn't realize? Does the game still hold magic for you? It really does. I think that's a good question. Like, does it hold up? I mean, at one level, I think these games were ahead of their time. I think if you go and you play Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, um, Days Gone, uh, you know, if, if Ghost of Tsushima were to come to PC, which I believe that it will, it, it's crystal clear when you play these on PC, you're like, these games were ahead of their time. They were, they basically were beyond what those consoles could do. These really, really old consoles. It's like, these games were essentially built for PC. It, it makes sense why the studios applied the pressure. They're like, can you just put these games on PC? We put all this work and love into them, and then you're putting it on 11 year old technology, and it's not really getting to shine as brightly as it could. So I don't think any of these games that end up getting ported, whether it's Uncharted 4, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, if, if, if Spider-Man were to come to PC, I don't know if Sony will let that one go. I, that, that would be a shock. But those games, would it would be clear, especially once you play them on PS5, when they update them to get the higher frames per second, it's like these games were ahead of their time. 
these consoles were older than what game developers could do is essentially what happened so I, I, that's that's why I think these ports are just such a brilliant move you basically had really really great developers building really really good games and then like they were having to put them on old tech and they were like man it'd be amazing if we could bring these over to PC because you know G-Mini Christmas they, <laughs> they would look and run so much better I subbed over the weekend because of the Elden Ring news well thank you I appreciate that and thanks for being here this morning I hope Ghost of Tsushima comes to PC it's good to meet uh, people that enjoy uh, the scope of the content that we cover here we cover a lot of different games and gaming news uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is still the biggest and best looking game to date it worked fine on last gen. Some devs are just lazy. I, I think this is a, an unusual take given that we're talking about PlayStation games. God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Days Gone all look actually very good on the older consoles. I, I think to say that these devs are lazy is laughably inaccurate. No, their games looked and ran amazing. We actually have been pointing to horizon zero dawn and god of war and even spider-man when we were sort of indicting the performance of the cyberpunk on the old consoles like when you look at cyberpunk on the old consoles it's like why are the old consoles to blame here these other games did just fine on old gen we typically point to playstation games when we excuse me when we make that argument we say listen plenty of Plenty of games have launched on the old consoles, and they sure they have to limit the frames and the resolution, but the games don't look bad. They don't. These games won awards for how great they great they look. So I, I don't agree with that in this context. I, I do not. I, I don't agree with the idea that any of these games were lazy. You know, the, the Red Dead Redemption Two apparently in your mind is the paragon, you know, of. Um, of good-looking games on old gen, I, I certainly think it is one of the ones that prove you can make an amazing-looking game on old gen. It certainly is that, but it's not in any in any sense uh, a judgment against any of the PlayStation games we've been talking about this morning. Uh, yeah, Death Stranding would be another one that you know looked very very impressive. Uh, on old gen we know that the director's cut received lots of praise and people were very happy with it so if you're new and just tuning in we are talking god of war ragnarok pc release and i used a variety of articles and interviews to make my case at the beginning of this video if you're enjoying the show already make sure and take the poll at the top of the chat smash that like button let's get our first 100 likes as we cruise the 200 viewers and the port uh the pc port of god of war ragnarok We've already got 100 votes, so make sure and cast your votes in there. Most people are saying one year after the release on console is when they would imagine God of War Ragnarok getting ported to PC. Runner-up being uh, two years at 34%, and three to four years is only at a 14 I happen to agree with the three to four years being the least likely window. If, if, if there's a God of War Ragnarok PC release date, I don't think it'll be three to four years after it lands on PlayStation uh, 5 and PlayStation 4. I would envision it being one and a half years later, roughly. I'm thinking 18 months. You got to get that full year cycle, especially if they've got DLC planned, which I don't know if they do. They didn't do DLC uh, for the last God of War, so that might be an unlikely uh, decision. Excuse me. I'm not saying God of War Horizon looks bad. I'm just saying nothing has been made that looks better than Red Dead Redemption 2. 
again i just think that gets subjective because i think there were elements of red dead 2 that were incredible but then also when you compare it to these other games their their execution of the graphics and the characters are dramatically different i would actually argue god of war comes pretty doggone close to being better than or equal to red dead 2 i do i think character design and textures um, and the voice acting in God of War, I think it might actually, in my estimation, again, this gets subjective because it's opinion, but in my estimation, God of War, even on old gen, is as good, if not better, than Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so, I, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is amazing, but I don't necessarily think it completely trumps all these other great-looking games. Corey realized he was writing the next game when he wanted to do DLC for God of War, and he scrapped that script. Right, 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 right. Morning, all dope. Mm, meh. Dope, dope, meh. Oh, I'm meh. Oh, why am I meh and everything else is great? That's terrible. Uh, considering Sony sells hardware for a loss and want to make money on games, it's a good strategy to bring more games to PC, but it comes at the cost of the PlayStation ecosystem value. I don't think it hurts the PlayStation ecosystem. I think that's a good point, but I don't agree with your point. Um, You could make a really good argument, and I'll try to do it for you, that, well, why on earth would I want to buy a PlayStation? That entire ecosystem, some of its best games and its biggest all-stars are making their way to PC, and if Sony's continuing to honor that commitment and move games over to PC... Why on earth would I invest in the Sony ecosystem? That's a very good question. I think the question would be answered very simply because it's going to take a really, really long time for that to come to fruition. And in the meantime, you know, you're missing out on one of the greatest consoles in existence. I'm not a Sony fanboy, but because the Series X is a great console, it's going to be amazing once they get some exclusives, which really isn't their focus. But In the history of consoles, I think the PlayStation 5 is one of the greatest consoles ever made. Its performance is incredible, and the games that show off its performance are just scratching the surface of what it's going to be able to do. And that simplicity of just buying the PlayStation 5 and essentially having a really, really good PC. I'm not going to say top shelf, right? I'm not going to say top shelf. I'm going to say a really good PC that you can just plug into your TV, that's what you get when you buy the PlayStation 5. So there's a significant amount of benefits to getting in the ecosystem right now that you might be overlooking. You also have to consider the fact that, like, all these games that are coming to PlayStation 5 and are going to look incredible, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, anything else that's, you know, in, in the future for the PlayStation 5... You're going to have to wait, I think, a minimum of one and a half to two years to get them. And so you could push back and say, well, I'm a very patient person. I've gotten a crazy backlog of games. I'm happy to wait that long and I'll just get the games on my PC. You're, You're well within your right to do that. You really are. And I don't but I don't think that's necessarily an indictment of the PlayStation ecosystem. The PlayStation ecosystem is still well worth getting into. Um, the the Knights of the Old Republic remake is going to want PC gamers to buy a PlayStation 5. Yeah, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, I think is going to be a, a... Man, it's going to be a big win for Sony. I, I think a lot of the... 
a lot of the console fanboyism is unfortunately I think a lot of this is is just coping on the side of those who are really big on Microsoft. I mean, we saw this recently with the whole I I have an idea of how I might be able to make a video about it, but I've avoided it in a significant way just because it gets immediately turns into like toxic talking points. But the G4 TV thing that went down, like I watched the clip of like her take on Sony and I was like, and her take on Microsoft. I was like, this just sounds like copium. It sounds like you are, you understand that Microsoft isn't really pushing the envelope with exclusivity in, in the immediate future. Sure. In two years from now, you might be staring at a really, really great exclusive Rolodex of like, we've got Starfield, we've got uh, the Elder Scrolls, um, and I can't remember any of the other ones that they're potentially going to own, basically. But in the immediate future, I do. I feel like you Microsoft guys, you you kind of overstate um, your case sometimes. It's like, well, Microsoft doesn't look impressive right now in the realm, I'm qualifying this, in the realm of exclusivity, there's no reason to own the Xbox Series X right now, right? Yeah, I was thinking about that creature because I wanted to rope in the Pokemane situation too because isn't she brilliant? Isn't she freaking brilliant? I, I I respect her as much as she kind of annoy, she kind of annoys me with how smart she is, right? I don't have anything against her. I don't have anything against her. She's annoyingly brilliant. Boy, is she playing the public like a fiddle. In any case... I, I do, I think that, oh yes, that's right, uh, Fable, Fable, thank you. So Fable, Avowed, Starfield, uh, Hellblade 2 is not going to be exclusive to Xbox, that will likely also land on PC, but I get your point. Um, we'll include Hellblade, because if we're considering PlayStation 5 versus Xbox, you've got to consider the fact that you won't be able to play Hellblade 2 on a PlayStation 5, you would either need the PC, you know, Microsoft ecosystem, or you would need an Xbox, so I can, I'll give you that one, sure, sure, sure. So... I, I would say, I would say that that looks great in two or three years, right? That looks great in two or three years. You don't need an Xbox Series X to take advantage of Game Pass. Really, the only thing you need an Xbox Series X for right now is FPS boost. There's nothing else on the Series X that makes it stand out as a console. That is right now. So I'm not discounting the console, but I think what's, what's hijacking this dialogue every time is people want to downplay... You know, people want to downplay the PlayStation 5, and it's like, listen, just because you're a slow starter doesn't mean they're not having a great inning, right? Like, you guys are having a slow start, and that's totally fine, but that doesn't take away from how strong the PlayStation 5 is as a console, right? You know you messed up when you hear the birds chirp and you see Lono's stream is booting up. What, did you sleep in or something? I think consoles are designed for folks who want all of it in one box, plug and play. That is certainly true, uh, Chief Keys. That people just want the simplicity of it. They don't want to. They don't want to fiddle with drivers and and ordering new parts. Or when my gaming rig was just shutting itself off, and it, I needed to reseat the video card, and it fixed all my problems. We played God of War Ragnarok the other day for almost three hours, not a single issue. And you know what I had to do? I don't reseat the video card like huh you're never gonna have to do that with a freaking console right you know what i'm saying so i don't know microsoft is uh quit with the not exclusive stuff really smart delivery quick resume none of those are are strong reasons mo to buy the series x like if i went to the store right now and then was like okay 
I've got the PlayStation 5, I've got the Series X. All right, salesman, sell me on which one I should get. And they would list all the things you listed for Series X, and I'd be like, okay, are there any games? And they'd be like, well, no, not currently. There's a bunch of games promised, but currently there are no games that have have been released, you know, exclusive to the Series X, okay? It, it Forza didn't release exclusive, did it? That might be the one. There might be one, right? Game Pass? Game Pass doesn't sell a console because you can have Game Pass on your existing Xbox. So if you have an Xbox already, you have Game Pass. Like, you see what I'm saying? PlayStation 5 has Returnal, right? It has Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It has insane updates to games like Ghost of Tsushima with a director's cut, the Death Stranding director's cut, free 4K checkerboard 60fps updates to games like God of War Ragnarok, a 60fps update to Spider-Man, a 60fps update to... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, because if you're going to bring out FPS boost, okay, that's fine, FPS boost, but then, oh, Miles Morales, thank you, Miles Morales, another game that, sure, you can get it on PlayStation 4, but it was a PS5 title before they did that, before they gave you backwards compatibility. So you have, like, this laundry list of games or significant game updates with actual new content. Keep in mind, the director's cut for Tsushima and Death Stranding isn't just FPS boost, it's new content, right? You can't say any of that stuff. You can't say any of that stuff about the Xbox Series X. There's no titles that have been sort of, oh yeah, Demon Souls remake. We left out the Demon Souls remake. Do you see? The, like, and when I say this, that's not me not knocking the Series X. I'm merely saying acknowledge reality as it exists right now. You don't have a lot on the menu, and that's okay, right? That's totally okay that you really have FPS boost. For a good amount of titles, and that that's that's basically all you have. And you've got features that exist on the Sony, like fast boost or fast boot or whatever you want to call it, or quick resume. I I, I have those same features on my PlayStation Five. Those 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 don't give it a head start or a, 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 a an inch in the race. Like it's like that. Those are just features anyway. That's not doing anything. In, in the way of like games there's nothing wrong with saying the series x is going to be a slow starter it just simply is it's it's not going to be one that right now has like this really really strong list of uh, of titles and what i think ends up happening is and in in instead of instead of you don't have quick resume we have rest which pulls the game up right where you left it off that's quick resume it's not any different the rest feature on the PlayStation does this, the exact same thing that Quick Resume does. Now, Quick Resume being for, like, how many games can have Quick Resume on it at one time? Can I close a game, open another game, and then go back to that game and have Quick Resume? Or does it only do Quick Resume on your most recent uh, your most recent one? You keep saying Ragnarok when you just mean current God of War. No! No! Today's stream is about God of War Ragnarok coming to PC... It's not been officially announced, but it, it, I, I believe that it is coming to PC. We're questioning when it will come to PC, and we're using the God of War PC port to make our argument. There were a bunch of recent articles about the God of War PC port, the accessibility features they had to add to the God of War PC port. That literally changed their pipeline and the way they built Ragnarok. 
they actually built Ragnarok differently because of what they learned when they ported the game to PC which means they're making sure that Ragnarok is able to be ported significantly easier so that's one thing that they said another thing that they said is they said that they um shoot what was it the studios themselves were the ones pressuring Sony to bring titles to PC and thirdly they said in, a, in an interview it was like oh is it going to take three to four years like it did with God of War and he said I have no idea which means to say well yeah it, it I don't think it'll be that long I think the guys I think you guys taking the poll are getting it right I think it's going to be in, in between the one and the two year mark <clears throat> You can do it for like three to five games. As of now, right now, I got four. Okay, quick resume isn't going to make me buy a console. Like, again, it just feels like copium. That like, no offense, but when you can't list titles and you have to be like, well, I have quick resume. I can can have three or four games at a time that I can open back up again right where they were. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I... I can boot up Ghost of Tsushima in a very small amount of time. It's very quick. And I have zero load times when I fast travel. Like, literally none. So, if we're just going to list features, that's not really the conversation that we're having. I'm talking about the fact that right now, the Series X, there is literally no prominent reason to buy it in the realm of titles. And you're telling me about features. You know what I mean? That would be like me going to your movie theater and being like, Hey... I would love to become a patron of your movie theater, but you don't have any movies right now. You don't have any of the new movies. And they'd be like, well, we've got amazing features. We've got really comfortable chairs that recline. We have, uh, you can get a free drink if you get some food and we'll bring it to you in the theater. We've got these amazing surround sound features. The features wouldn't matter because I'm not going to come play games. I'm not going to come watch movies in your theater we're talking about a lack of titles we're not talking about features if you don't have the latest and greatest movies i ain't coming to your theater i'm not i don't care how comfortable the seats are i don't care about your new features you don't have any of the titles I'm, I, I, if i can't come watch the latest movies well your features don't mean much do they do you see the point that i'm making the Series X will be fire in 2023, 2024. That's the point that I've been making is that the Series X is just going to be a slow starter. When it has Elder Scrolls, when it has, you know, Fable and Avowed and what were the other ones you guys listed this morning? Uh, Starfield and Hellblade 2? Well, now you're talking. Okay. Those are titles. I got to come to your platform to play unless, of course, they're available on PC, you know, as well, which will affect a little bit because there are people that would just prefer to play on PC and that's not going to be a strong enough reason to get a Series X if it's if it's landing multi-platform on Series X but they're not exclusive. Well, you have to understand something. In 2023 and beyond, when a game lands on the on the Microsoft ecosystem, you're going to want to play it on the Series X. You got to understand. Like Starfield, you're not going to want to play Star I don't even know if Star do they say if Starfield's going to be like all all, uh, all generation compatible or something I, I don't know all Microsoft games are PC <clears throat> I mean that hurts them I think to a certain extent actually five games spider game man came with a console button mashing garbage <laughs> no uh, not interested in ratchet and clank uh, and for some reason I never got around to returnal um, 
I've had a PS5 since May. I've played four games. Horizon was mad. Demon Souls completed in a day. Neo was garbage. And Bloodborne uh, was okay. Well, n- n- neither Neo nor Bloodborne are really meant to be played on a PlayStation 5. Um, I gotta tell you, I just think a lot of your takes and a lot of your negativity is self-imposed. I don't think it's an indictment or a true judgment about the console itself. Um, you know, Spider-Man is button-mashing garbage and you beat Demon Souls in a day. I-, I think you're the problem, not the console. And we've been through this before with you. I, I think... I think you have to I think you have to reevaluate how you play games. I really do. I, I think it's a you problem. I'm a PS man to the bone, but you best believe Microsoft Xbox has plenty cooking up in the kitchen. That's the point that I'm making. Just admit how things stand right now. That's all I want you to do as a Microsoft fanboy. Admit that right now PlayStation has more points on the board. It's a it's a baseball game, right? There's nothing wrong with saying in this baseball game, Sony's got some got more points on the board. That doesn't mean in the in the sixth or seventh inning or whatever that Microsoft can't start putting points on the board. Which I believe that Starfield and Fable and uh, and and uh, the, the Elder Scrolls those will be really big wins for Microsoft because there are tons of people that are going to want to play those games and they're not going to want to fiddle with a PC and they're going to buy a Series X. That's all. But when we have these debates and these discussions, and even like the G4 thing, I felt like she stepped in it because she was like trying to like act as if all these ethereal, hopeful moments from Microsoft somehow overshadows what Sony has right now. She referred to it as dead man walking. I was like, what? Like, the PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console in history. Its demand is still through the roof. It has some of the greatest, it has some of the greatest award winning games on it right now. It's a dead man walking as you, as you hope for Starfield. Like, what? Like, and this is what people tend to do in these discussions. They, they, they speak as if, like, significant portions of PlayStation's points on the board are, uh, you know, (laughs) they don't exist, I guess. Does Starfield exist? Serious question. Well, no, not yet. Elder Six, uh, Elder Scrolls Six alone will probably be bigger than any PlayStation game in the coming years. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I don't think so. No, no. Miles Morales was like outselling a Call of like Call of Duty title. Uh, when was that? That was extremely recently. No. Sony has Spider-Man, my friend. <laughs> That's a checkmate. That's a checkmate. Elder Scrolls ain't got nothing on Spider-Man, bro. No way. No way. Elder Scrolls 6 will be massive. It'll be huge. It'll be a huge success. But I just don't think so. I don't I don't think so. Sony has titles that, that are that are rivaling new releases a year after they came out. Like <laughs> No. <laughs> no. People not realize what's happening in a month with Horizon Forbidden West. What what are you referring to, Eugene? <clears throat> Skyrim is still selling. Listen, I, I like I just don't think you want to overstate Elder Scrolls 6. That's all I'm saying. Like Elder Scrolls 6 will likely do very well attached to Skyrim. Skyrim has been Rebaked, overbaked, unbaked, you know, dissected, like, sure, right? Sure. But 
it will it, I don't think it's going to squash every single Sony release out there I don't think so I'm a huge Spidey fan I don't see it outselling the new Elder Scrolls game these people are still buying remakes of Skyrim the cheat code though is that Elder Scrolls 6 will also be on PC that's like such an unfair comparison if you compared Elder Scrolls 6 like Xbox sales when it finally lands compared to like how well Miles Morales is done I don't think so I think they get to cheat with the PC audience the PC audience is just globally enormous but and and that that, then you're you're not making a fair comparison now if if they ever bring Spider-Man or Miles Morales to PC I mean who knows who knows how well it will do it'll probably I don't know because again globally Spider-Man is the most popular superhero they might not want to do that though because it's Sony property it's one thing to bring like God of War Sony treats Spidey a little bit differently so they might not be willing to do that so it doesn't matter it's not uh, a cheat smart business right well, I'm not saying it's a... Ch- you're, you're, you're taking my words completely out of context. You put the axe down, Mo. Put it down. You grinding an axe is exhausting. I'm saying that if you're comparing total sales, that's kind of a cheat when you get to include PC sales. It's not a fair comparison. Like, even with the enormity of the PlayStation 4 market saturation, the minute your game is both popular, well-known, and lands on PC, it's an unfair comparison because... The global reach of PC gaming is is obviously going to well overshadow what the PlayStation platform can hit market-wise. That's why I said what I said. I'm not saying you're cheating. Of course it's good business strategy to have their games landing on the Microsoft ecosystem. Keep in mind, I'm not a I'm not a Sony fanboy or a Microsoft fanboy. I took a lot of heat historically over the past two years when I talked about how Microsoft was a sleeping giant. I said Microsoft is going to blur the line between console and PC. They're going to create one one platform is what I called it. They called it an ecosystem. I got a lot of flack. I had people telling me I was a Microsoft fanboy. I had people telling me that I was completely underestimating you know, Sony's market share and their reach with their PlayStation sales. And I got a lot of flack for it. And I still to this day stand by by my predictions that the Microsoft platform is a sleeping giant. It is enormous and it hasn't fully stepped out of the water yet because once they completely combine the PC and the the console ecosystems and they make it seamless to where all you gotta do is buy their game or their pass or their whatever and you've got games like literally everywhere that will be a significant change in their market reach which will then make them very appealing for developers like oh if i develop a game and throw it on your ecosystem look at the, um, the look at the enormity and the immediacy of the reach i think microsoft has got a very very good plan in play right um however however with, with respect to like the elder scrolls 6 versus like every single Sony title out there, I think you're underestimating how many copies Spider-Man's going to sell historically when it's all said and done. Both both Spider-Man and Miles. Those games are likely to be day one Game Pass. You have PC sales and basically giving it away for free. 
Yeah, you also have to consider like Game Pass completely over, like completely throws everything out of whack. If you're trying to compare commercial success, I mean, all you got to do is look at the fact that like Outriders wasn't even going to be paid their royalties because their commercial sales were probably hindered by the fact that the Dadgum Game Pass Day One launch hurt them. If you're tuning in for God of War Ragnarok PC release, we uh, made I made my case earlier in the stream about the fact that God of War Ragnarok is going to very likely land on PC, and we want to know when you think that will happen. I base this off of multiple interviews and articles. Right now, uh, 30 minutes into the, the poll, we have uh, almost 300 votes. Most of you are saying you think it's going to be one year after console, uh, and, then, and then 33% are saying two years after console. So, you know, roughly 82% of you, 81% are saying that it's going to be one to two years, right? About 50% of you are saying it's going to be one year, but when I lump you together as one to two, you know, 80% are saying, yeah, one to two years, one to two years, because it, you know, it took four years for this one. Is that going to be the standard, you know, time frame? I don't think so. I, that would be insane to me um, to, to have something take that long. I don't think there's a reason for them to, to wait that long again. If there was a reason to buy a Series X, uh, I would get one, but there's genuinely not a single reason to buy one over a PlayStation 5 right now. Unless the FPS boost, the backwards compatibility, and all those other features. Like, I really like playing games on my Series X. We got a... We, I made a terrible mistake. We got Marvel uh, Avengers 2 Lego or something. It was on sale on the Switch for like $9. And I, it was, I made a terrible mistake. Because, like, the loading and the load screens, you think that the game is frozen. You're like, what happened? Is the game frozen? Is it locked up? No, it's just literally getting ready to go into a load screen. It wouldn't be happening on my Series X, for sure. I like playing games on the Series X significantly more with my kiddos, but we were on the Switch, and I was like, hey, let's see if there's a new game you guys want to check out. And the Lego game, they both got excited. They both saw characters they liked, and it was like $9. I was like, I'm never buying a dadgum game like this on my Nintendo Switch ever again. Unless it's a unless it's a first-party Nintendo title, I have no reason to do this. Even if it costs more money, it, it just doesn't run well. It's annoying, right? And whenever we played Lego games on my Series X, it was always a good time. And the quick resume was nice, I will say that. That's a nice feature. It, would, it made it really easy for me to boot the system up and get us right back to where we were, you know? I think given enough time, Lono could indirectly convince people to not buy an Xbox. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a really good comparison. Sony iterates in an old school generation generational format. Microsoft moved away from that. Series X offers a better overall experience from the older console. That's subjective and not something that can be proven. You might think that and somebody might think the exact opposite. They might think that the PlayStation 5 offers you know the, the the better the better overall experience compared to the older console i think sony's biggest challenge is that their interface isn't that great i think that the, the actual operating system of the playstation is bad again that's subjective that's me saying that i think microsoft's ui and interface is superior in in so many ways um but again that's just opinion we can't really prove that you know I, I can prove that PlayStation 5 has way more going for it right now because there's actual unique new up like either either completely exclusive titles what 3 or 4 and then two or three titles that have had significant updates and new content added 
that give you plenty of reason to buy a PlayStation 5. I can't do that for the Series X. I just can't. It's not possible. Um, Xbox is a mini PC. Ports between the two are easy. Sony is awkward, which makes ports take time. Um... I don't necessarily know if the ports between the two are easy between Xbox and PC. Now, going forward, sure, you could start to say, listen, build everything, use DirectX 12, make sure it's compatible with the Microsoft operating system because it's basically the backbone of the series of the Series X and the Xbox system. Is it just basically like a, 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 a stripped-down version of Windows, right? Like from their tablets. So... There's probably some truth to that, that like making sure a game can launch both on PC and console is significantly easier in the Microsoft platform, which can be a huge win for them long term, right? If if you get if you get a developer and you say, listen, 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 like we've got this amazing synergy between the platforms, which means your game can launch on the largest gaming platform in existence, which is the PC gaming platform, and it can land on Xbox simultaneously. And in a month, we'll throw you on Game Pass and we'll like we'll triple your player base numbers. I mean, look at what happened to Deep Rock Galactic. They throw it on pl- the PlayStation Plus or whatever it was called, and they like they, they they over 10 million players or some crazy number, like amazing. As soon as that game hits a hits a good funnel for exposure, like look at what happens to it. So, if you're new and haven't hit subscribe yet, be sure to do that. Hit the like button. If you're enjoying the conversation, take the poll at the top of the chat. I am a safer work broadcaster. We cover variety gaming news all throughout the week, and uh, today we're talking God of War Ragnarok PC release, and we're obviously now comparing the two different platforms. I think. God of War Ragnarok PC release breaks down into a couple of things. Number one, they've confirmed the groundwork is already there. So God of War PC port, the accessibility features they had to add, it affected the groundwork and the pipeline systems that they built for Ragnarok. So they've already laid the groundwork for Ragnarok to have an easier time to come to PC. The popularity on PC is there. God of War hit a 74,000 player peak in the last 24 hours. This morning when I checked, that was basically how many people were playing Rust uh, and like New World had 97,000. So it's 20,000 behind an MMO and the, the daily player base numbers for New World have been actually pretty predictable. So the fact that the popularity of God of War on PC is without without a doubt, it's not in doubt, it's doing incredibly well for a single-player game. For a single-player game to have 20,000 less players than an MMO in the last 24 hours with respect to what their max, what their peak was, keep in mind that's gone up from the launch date. Launch date and Saturday was like 64, 67,000 player peak. So 74,000 player peak means it's potentially going up in light of the reviews and word of mouth and people being like, wait, what? God of War on PC? Huh? And then that drives the numbers. Uh, Ragnarok will likely be an enormous success given the, uh, the, the how long people have been waiting for it and, and how exciting people are about it. It'll probably be amazing. Uh, it'll be an amazing success. So it will, uh, I think, undoubtedly come to... Uh, it will it will, it will will come to PC. We're asking you at the top of the chat, when do you think that will be? God of War Ragnarok release date was leaked to be like maybe September of this year. That could have been a placeholder. 
let's say it lands in September. Do you think the very next year holiday they're launching it on PC? You know, um, you know, a year, year and a half, you know, something like that. I don't think it goes much further than 18 months to two years. I think once you get beyond that window, it gets a little bit ludicrous, but I definitely don't think it'll be one year or less. It'll be 18 months minimum in my mind. Um, Forza Horizon 5 is the golden standard for racing games. God of War is average. (laughs) Okay. God of War is average. (laughs) Your comment is ironically average and and void of thought. What do you mean it's average? It's It's an amazing game at every level. The cinematics, the fights, the voice acting, the graphics themselves. Gee, many Christmas. It's it's did how many didn't it win a bunch of awards? How many awards did it win? God of War awards. How many awards did this game win? Uh oh, I don't know. Game of the Year 2018. Uh, best game at BAFTA Games 2019. Uh, audio achievement from BAFTA 2019. Writers Guild of America gave it uh an achievement in video game writing. Uh, that that uh, let's see here. Somebody won for performer. Uh, best action adventure game of 2018. Shut the frick up. <laughs> Take all those awards, put them in your pipe, and try to smoke them. Gee, many frickin' Christmas. <laughs> I didn't even read all of the awards. I just grabbed, like, the top six. <laughs> if God of War is average, then Lono is tall. Triple <laughs> uh, A title flopped big time. What? Which AAA title are you talking about? Eugene says one year is not enough time uh, if they're co-developing, which they've stated multiple times they aren't doing, and that PC port won't start until after the release. Yeah, I think it's eighteen months, Eugene. I think it's eighteen months because I think if they've if they've streamlined how fast it can be ported with the changes to the pipeline and the architecture then uh, I'm not worried at all. I don't think it's going to be longer than two years. I think it's between 18 and 24 months. Somewhere in that window. I don't think it's going to be like a 10 to 12 month land. You know, that would be insane. That would be so, so fast. Um, Animations and great movies in between gameplay segments doesn't make for a 10 out of 10 game. Tell me you've not played God of War without telling me you've not played God of War. (laughs) You've not played it. Graphics aside, I highly recommend you going back and playing the whole God of War trilogy when you find time. Every game is unbelievable. Listen, if you guys want more gameplay and you want complete gameplay on this channel, if you want like, hey, we're going to work our way through this title, well, you have your opportunity to prove it this afternoon. We might have made a bad decision in picking a holiday to do that because we don't have our worker lurkers. So we had a slightly slower start today because it's Martin Luther King Day. And so a lot of people are taking the day off, which means they don't end up coming in here because um, people throw me on in the background like video game radio, which if you haven't hit subscribe yet, I am a safe for work broadcaster. You can subscribe in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed all week long with great gaming news topics. And since I'm safe for work, uh, you don't have to worry about you know tuning in every day. Like I said, people throw me on in the background like gaming radio, a lot of worker lurkers. There's a variety of ways to support the channel directly. The shirt I'm wearing is always from 80s Tees. You can use code LONO at 80stees.com. And then those are displays in- intentionally chosen for today to feature God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. Usually that one looks so much better. I think I'm hitting it with too much blue. I might need to rotate the... Uh, 
the blue on it. It usually looks quite a bit better than that. Um, I think I'm hitting it with too much of a blue light. So make sure and support all of uh, our, our sponsors or order some coffee. We haven't had a coffee order yet today. That's not a sponsor, by the way. That's ours. Uh, so you can use that coffee command. I'm drinking some of the light roast this morning. I've gone back to light roast full time. It's like my favorite. Um, it's a good idea to play God of War to see where Kratos comes from and how he was changed. You got to understand something, though. Four years without alcohol today for me. Good for you, Uncle Ebenezer. Serious man. Hopefully, if there if you're in the pro if you're in the program, dude, get your chip and be proud of yourself. Seriously, that is a big achievement. If you if you're a part of if you're a part of AA, if you just did it as a commitment for health, then I mean that's even better because you you didn't have like a sponsor or something. You did it on your own. Uh, if you are a part of AA, man, go get that chip today. But the 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 debate about graphics and God of War, like I don't I don't I don't even know, or I'm sorry, how good the game is. Like I don't understand. Same thing with Gears of War. Too many cutscenes. I just I don't get that. Calling it an average game, like what on earth? Um. You Sony boys are still sucking game come out in 2015. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, 74,000 people were playing it on PC. You think they're Sony boys? Like, you know what I mean? Started as a 30-day cleanse, turned into four years. Well, good for you. I Man, I don't know. I take a week off from having anything. I go dry for a week, and I'm like, man... <laughs> <laughs> I go drive for a week and I'm like looking forward to Friday night. <laughs> 2018. Yeah, it came out in 2018. So I'm not sure why he's saying 2015. I mean, uh, the the idea that like it's having amazing success on PC. That's those aren't Sony fanboys. Like 74,000 people were playing God of War at the same time. At the same time yesterday, this isn't a multiplayer game. This isn't an MMO. And it was close to 100,000 concurrent players. Those aren't Sony fanboys. That's, that's, that's ludicrous to even think. That's no, that's ridiculous. This is, this is a game that is standing on its own right now on PC. No Sony fanboyism in play. Good night. It's not even an MMO. Rust. Rust had 74,000 people playing it this morning. What are you talking about? I don't even care who, what platform God of War was built for. It has nothing to do with being a fanboy. I grew up with a Nintendo, and then a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo 64, and a GameCube, and then I went to PC, and then all my friends wanted to play Call of Duty, so I got an Xbox 360, then I got an Xbox One. I've been primarily more, my console life has been either on a Nintendo or an Xbox, but I'm not an idiot. I borrowed a PlayStation from my brother, and I played The Last of Us, and I thought, what on earth have I been missing out on over here? And then I got myself a PlayStation and I played God of War and I played Spider-Man and I played Horizon Zero Dawn and you know what I said? Huh, pretty interesting. There's amazing games over here if you ignore the idea that like that you have to worry about who made the piece of plastic that's playing it. Like, do you think PC gamers do that? Oh, bro. (laughs) Yeah, bro. (laughs) These guys, these these non-gamers, bro. They're not playing on Alienware. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. 
No, they don't give a frick because the plastic box sitting on their desk has no bearing on how good a game is. It doesn't matter. It's a plastic box with plastic parts and little metal things soldered to other metal things and it plays a video game. Who gives a frick? I don't care what it says on the side of the box. I care about the experience that I've had. Your background is blue? I run this color scheme every day! What do you mean? The green? I have green behind there. My SNTR gaming logo has green in it. What are you talking about? Uh, however, we do say PC Master Race. Yeah, well, PC Master Race whenever you can't play games because the drivers are broken, like PC Master Race. Right. PC Master Race. Silly. Just name a good game that came out in the last two years. In the last two years. So, I, I get to go back to 2020. Returnal, Ratchet & Clank, Ghost of Tsushima, um, what else has come out in the last two years? I'm trying to think because I've played a, 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 a junk ton. The new Resident Evil was really good. Um, um, what, uh, what, uh, AC Valhalla, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, uh, when did Ori and the Will of the Wisps come out? When did that one come out? That game was amazing. That game was a work of art. Ori and the Will of the Wisps, uh, release. You're just a curmudgeon. Yeah, 2020 is when Will of the Wisps came out. Yeah. What? Hang on, hang on. Biggest games of 2020. Let's just go back to 2020 and give you a list, all right? Doom Eternal came out in 2020. Ghost of Tsushima came out in 2020. Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisps came out in 2020. AC Valhalla, uh, Demon Souls Remake came out in 2020. Uh, da, 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 da. what else do we have here? I don't play Bug Snacks, but it came out in 2020. I p- apparently people think it's great. Uh, people really like Star Wars Squadrons. Valorant came out, breaking player records almost every freaking month. Uh, with Valorant and its success, it came out in 2020. Let's see what else here. Um, bum bum bum. I'm just sli- cycling through and picking out the big names. Okay, so that's 2020. So there, I just listed. I listed a couple for you to check out from uh, from 2020. Let's check out 2021. Ratchet and Clank, Psychonauts, Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Hitman 3, Resident Evil Village, Metroid Dread, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, It Takes Two, Returnal, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm 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 running out of breath here with these games. Kana Bridge of Spirits, Scarlet Nexus. Uh, da, 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 da. Mario Party Superstars is actually a really good game. I really enjoy it. I would include in this, I would include New World. I thought it did very, very good. Uh, and it's it's got a very promising future. That's debatable. People might not pick that one, but I would. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, there you go. I just gave you a ton. Go play them. Go play them. Valhalla, you sure? Yeah, it's been commercially successful and completely restructured their vision for ongoing Assassin's Creed games. See, the problem is, is you don't like a game and you determine that it's bad. AC Valhalla has been one of the most commercially successful Assassin's Creed's in existence, which has led to them to decide ongoing support of it. They've got their Ragnarok DLC coming out, and they're going to be Assassin's Creed Infinity as an ongoing live service Assassin's Creed game, likely built off the foundation and things that they discovered from the commercial success of AC Valhalla. Well, I don't like AC Valhalla. 
no one cares what you think. The commercial success is undeniable. Yeah, Aliens Fireteam was actually pretty fun. Ghost is the only good game. I'm sorry to tell you this. The problem is you. When I list 20 games, many of them award-winning games, 20 games, I listed about 10 games for each year, and you're like, the only good game is Ghost? You're the problem. The constant in this situation is you, not the games themselves. What ideal are you judging them against? So pre-2020, what would you list as games that are significantly better than all the games I just listed? What what games? You you go back. You go back as far as you want cuz I know degradation in quality is waiting for you. The games 2019 and back are I'm sure there's some amazing games back there. But you're going to do the same thing. You're going to list 7 to 10 games per year, maybe, that are at the same caliber of all the games I just listed. Ghost is overrated. Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima is overrated. You're overrated. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about Tsushima like that here. <laughs> You're going to bring out the devil. <laughs> You're going to bring the devil out. Don't you dare, don't you dare, don't you dare talk about Ghost of Tsushima like that ever again. <laughs> I'm being serious, by the way. I'm just laughing through the anger. Ghost of Tsushima is one of the greatest video games ever made, so you watch your frickin' mouth. <laughs> I will fight I will fight you in the street. I will give you an address in Louisville, and I will have a snowball fight with you in the street about Ghost of Tsushima. I'm just kidding. There's not enough snow right now. We'll have to wait. <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always angry, right? I'm idling at 75. I can just tap into that at any moment. So be warned, okay? <laughs> be warned. Be warned. Had to? Yeah, yeah. That you baited me. I recognized your name. That was freaking bait. That was bait. Pre- people know how much I love Ghost and Hellblade. So he was baiting me. <laughs> Uh, in any case in any case I think the problems with you my friend I really do with respect if you go back to 2019 2018 let's just do that for the sake of it if you've tuned in for God of War Ragnarok PC release details like if that's what you were looking for the beginning of the stream I outlined basic tenants about they changed the groundwork of Ragnarok because of the God of War PC port the PC ports being amazingly popular Ragnarok will also be very popular so I am arguing that based on interviews and the fact that the studios themselves are the ones that put pressure on Sony to bring games to PC I've argued that Ragnarok is almost assuredly coming to PC and I want to know when do you think that would happen we are the polls a little weak today get your votes on that poll usually an hour in we have between 400 and 500 votes so let's get those votes up god of war ragnarok pc port when one year after console two years or three to four years so when do you think it'll land after the console release date so here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm gonna do uh biggest hang on because you said last two years so i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna be like okay biggest games of 2019 because apparently you think we're in some two-year death drought of, like, games just suck. So 2019, Sekiro and Control. Those two games, Jedi Fallen Order and The Outer Worlds. These games, I think, have equal matches in the present, right? Sekiro to Ghost of Tsushima, Control to, I don't know, any of the action-adventure games that I listed. I, I would put Control up there 
with those games. Jedi Fallen Order, similarly, you know, a, just a good action-adventure, melee-based game, Outer Worlds. Luigi's Mansion 3 was actually very good. Death Stranding came out in 2019. Uh, Gears 5 came out in 2019. Um, these are games that, that were that were highly praised. Outer Wilds, not Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds was highly praised. The Resident Evil 2 Remake was highly praised. Days Gone was a slow burn. It, it took a while. They had a lot of issues to fix, but it's now very, very beloved. Um, uh, da, 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 what else do we have in 2019? Let's see here. Yoshi's Crafted World, super charming game. Far Cry New Dawn, I think was a pretty big flop. Uh, let's see. What else do we have in 2019? To show you that, like, each year, I'm telling you, you're going to have anywhere from 6 to 10 titles that you can list. I listed less titles, it seemed, this time. Again, this is subjective, and me just, like, reading through a list on Google, but still. Now, 2018 was clearly, I I think, if you go back to 2018, listen, I'm not going to deny that there's some heavy hitters in here. God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, Spider-Man. Uh, sea of Thieves, J- Assassin's Creed Odyssey, wham, wham, wham. 2018 was a big year for big titles. Forza Horizon 4 came out in 2018. Uh, Hitman 2, Far Cry 5 was actually, I think, a very, I think it was a liked Far Cry. I think it did well. Detroit Become Human came out in 2018. State of Decay 2, uh, what else? Fallout 76. <laughs> Uh, let's see Super Mario Party probably did just fine commercially it's a Nintendo title it's first party so you know it probably did fine uh, let's see what else we have here uh, we're running out of big ones Battlefield 5 I think I, I, I like Battlefield 5 I think it, I, I don't think it did well though I think people criticized it um yeah we're running out we're running out of big names so yeah 2018 2018 comes out swinging you know 2018 2018 comes out swinging Big names, big titles, big success. Sure, sure. I, I, that's what my, my point, though. Is like every year. So this year we have Horizon Forbidden West. We have God of War Ragnarok release date, likely to be September. We don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I skipped over the Call of Duty ones because all that does is enrage chat to be like that Call of Duty sucked, and other people are like that Call of Duty is great. Um, so. You know, I, I tend I tend to glide over the CODs because it just turns into a big debate about which one's good and which one's not. Um, uh, yeah, Denuvo is not anti-cheat. It's anti-piracy. It's like a DRM thing. Uh, when did Breath of the Wild come out? Well, I don't know. Yeah, when did Breath of the Wild come out? Is it that old? Breath of the Wild release. It, 2017. Well, butter my biscuits. I would not have guessed that. That's that's old. That's for March of 2017, like early 2017. That's 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 March. That's super old. Wow. Yeah, it was right before Horizon. No, it was right after Horizon. It was right after Horizon. Because I remember hurrying through Horizon Zero Dawn, and people got mad at me. Yeah, Horizon was February 28th. I remember. I I rushed the ending of Horizon Zero Dawn because I wanted to be ready for Breath of the Wild. And, oh, people got grumpy with me. They were not happy that I did that. I got a lot of grief. I got grief for that. They were about a week week or two apart. Two weeks apart. A week or two apart. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, the... Yeah, I mean... 
listen th- 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 this is the problem though is like even though we can go back to 2017 and 2018 and pick out some of the big heavy hitters but you're going to do the same thing you're going to have a list of anywhere from 5 to 10 games that were big good award winning highly praised games no, no, no doubt in my mind but when I go back in the last two years and I look at 2021 and 2020 and I list all these titles and you're like none of those are good the only good one the only good one was uh, was Ghost of Tsushima. I'm like, this sounds more like a you problem than like an actual real problem with like the quality of video games, right? So, I don't know. This all stemmed from somebody saying like God of War is overrated, God of War is average, and that, you know, these are just Sony fanboys. And I'm sitting here telling you like, no, they're not. Like, 74,000 people are not playing God of War on PC because they're like a fanboy. That's that that's, that's that's not happening. So, if you're just tuning in, we're discussing the God of War Ragnarok PC release. It's not been announced, but there've been interviews about it cuz obviously all eyes are on this year's launch titles, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, and when you see God of War PC do very very well, it stands to reason to say, well, what does this mean for Ragnarok? Like, will Ragnarok come to PC? And there were multiple interviews about various aspects of the God of War PC port that I believe gives very good reason to believe and trust that Ragnarok will have its own PC release date. And that's why I wanted to hear from you guys. You know, what do you think? Will it be one year after console, two years three to four years most of you are saying one year so let's just say that the god of war ragnarok release date is september of this year let's just say that it is that means that the next year in september or october you'd be looking at a god of war ragnarok pc release date that would be you know 2023 i am still hesitant to put a lot of stock into the leaked god of war ragnarok release date i just i don't want to I, I don't know it seems like a placeholder we've seen these placeholders before and typically the placeholders are inaccurate by a couple of months if not more it's rare for a placeholder to be right in the history of me covering video game leaks the the, the placeholder dates are almost always inaccurate by a few months you know I was like well yeah that was the original plan date you know we sent all that out to the to the retailers or the whatevers or the ESRB yeah, that's not our launch date anymore. That hasn't been our launch date for about six months. So, God of War 2018 is among my top three games of all time. I, I'm, I'm, I really, really hope. We'll see how this afternoon goes because I'm really enjoying my playthrough of it. I really, really am. Um, Christina says it should be released on PC at the same time as console, in my opinion. That is certainly a, an opinion that many people probably share, but it ain't going to happen, and there's a lot of reasons why. They don't want to undercut the PlayStation 5 drive and demand. Well, why on earth would I buy a PlayStation 5? I mean, you have really big first-party titles landing on PC same day. It would be a, I don't think that Sony would ever do that. I, there's plenty of people that probably agree with you, Christina, and are like, just do it same day. Just maximize your sales. They have to think about the Sony, as somebody said this morning, how do you how do you make the Sony ecosystem alluring and appealing if you're basically giving reasons to not get into it? Like <laughs> you can just get a PC. Now, I pushed back and said, "Listen, you know, a PlayStation 5 is 
is a is essentially a really good reasonably priced pc that you can just plug into your tv you know buying a pc that has the strength and the ssd and the data controller architecture of the playstation 5 buying something at that strength right now in the pc market i don't think you're going to get it as cheap as you're going to get a playstation 5 it's it's a very reasonably priced good pc i wouldn't call it a particularly strong pc but very good um <clears throat> um uh it's not an MMO. Yeah, I'm not debating whether or not that game is an MMO. No. What's the timestamp for the Destiny? I don't know. That was that was an age ago. Well, I don't talk about that game anymore. My my argument basically broke down to MMO can simply be a characteristic of a game. It doesn't have to be rigidly defined. So you can say our game is an RPG, and it can have very, very light RPG elements. And you could say, "Well, no, a real RPG is a you know a, a board, a top-down board game-based dice rolling, you know, character-driven, stat-based game." Like you could be very rigid in your definition of RPG, but we let plenty of games say that they're an RPG when the RPG elements are incredibly light. Uh, we do this with rogues. We do this with. Uh, we do this with. Um, Souls, like Souls Light, Souls Esque, Rogue, Roguelite, and MMO is just another uh, character marker of a game. So if you have a massive amount of people playing at the same time in an open world and a place where you can run into people socially, whether at a social, you know, uh, location or out in the open world, size of you know numbers of players in a given uh, section does not determine whether or not is an MMORPG. That is a rigid uh, definition. That, that doesn't line up with the base level face value definition of the game. A massive multiplayer online game means there's a massive amount of people playing online in the game, and that's true. Uh, you can check concurrent player numbers. You can check daily player base numbers. Um, so it's you, if you come up with your own definition, sure, you could say it's not, but you're making up your own definition to suit your aims. Like You could do the same thing with an RPG. You could be like, well, it's not an RPG. And you'd be like, well, why? You'd be like, well, it doesn't have you know, enough skills or skill points or levels or whatever. So it has skills and skill points and levels, just not quantitatively enough. So it has lots of people playing at a given time, but in one space, it's not quantitatively enough. So you say, well, it's not an MMO. It's just, that's not how you, that's not how we define that term or word. I mean, people go back to, you know, I don't know. That would, that's that's just not how words are defined. In, in general video game colloquialisms, that's just not how words are defined. Words are defined by their usage, and, and, and context and usage and context allows for that word to be used um. <laughs> we also hired Frost as lead writer for The Last of Us 3 we can't wait for you to experience the story alright okay okay <laughs> settle uh, settle down <laughs> uh. no they weren't deleted they were just unlisted um so, I mean, in in general, what we've done is we've hovered around a debate here that is 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 largely rooted in, you know, comparing the different consoles and what they offer and what games have come out that we think are really good. Uh, generally speaking, a lot of these are are superfluous to the, the the main topic, which is there's a lot to there's a lot to be said for God of War Ragnarok PC release and that it will happen and that the God of War PC port is having massive success. We've been getting a little bit sidelined by, you know, people that are acting like God of War is overrated or 
the games that have come out for the last two years aren't any good uh, or you know people in general I've seen an, just a, a general trend of I don't like using the term copium but it feels a little bit like copium acting like you know PlayStation 5 is not that great or their offerings aren't that great and you know this generally seems to come from you know the the Microsoft camp because the Xbox Series X isn't in the greatest state right now as in there's not a ton of um there's not a ton of them um, with respect to uh, like exclusive titles and, and reasons to buy a Series X. So it would, we've kind of hovered around a bunch of different debates today because God of War, I, I just think this is, this, it's funny that this happens every time we, we have these discussions, whether or not we talk about God of War or Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, we tend to always land in these, in these waters, which I think is interesting because it's almost like it's almost as if like people are threatened by another game's success or something being really good. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, there's a bunch of people talking about God of War Ragnarok and how it might come to PC. Um, you know, that we we have to make sure and chop it down a peg. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Uncheaters of any of your game is also just as disruptive. Now picture this debate funnier and spicier. Uh... No non-cheater would make any case for cheaters to exist. Personal opinion, all cheaters should... My gosh! that Why would you say that? That cheaters should be executed? That's just ridiculous. What are you, what are you gonna do? Like, pull out a pistol if, you're, if your cousin cheats at Monopoly? Like, that's just incredibly extreme. I forget, is Ragnarok actually going to be exclusive... No, it's going to be on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. We've had that debate many, many times. People saying that, like, well, God of War Ragnarok launching for both the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5, that's holding the game back. And we've debated that up one side and down the other as well because more than more than likely, um, well, not more than likely, we know definitively, according to uh, the voice actor, I believe his name is Christopher Judge. Do I have that right? I, I, I'm saying it, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm doubting myself, but I want to make sure I'm right. Um, yes, Christopher Judge, the uh, the voice actor for for Kratos, uh, indicated the and gave a clue into the development cycle, and they halted production because he injured his back. And this gave us a very, very good, uh, great window into the fact that God of War Ragnarok's development cycle started very quickly after God of War had shipped. And what this means is is that they essentially built the game with existing assets and the existing engine. Now they've modified elements to it uh, according to an interview uh, with PC Gamer. The UX and accessibility lead, Myla Pavlin, said that a lot of the accessibility features require that you change your pipeline and how you create content. The PC port of God of War allowed us to go back and relook how we were actually constructing some of the underlying code. So they went back and changed their underlying code and pipelines, and that has been now the foundation for all future projects, including Ragnarok, which is a a significant portion of my argument that God of War Ragnarok PC release is almost guaranteed. It'll be significantly easier for them to do it with this discovery um, that they made. So the fact that she's saying this, I think, also adds credence to my argument that God of War Ragnarok 
had a development cycle that started shortly after the development in the shipment of God of War, reusing existing existing assets and engine. So it makes sense that when they start porting it to PC, they're like, oh, hey, wait, we should go change some of that stuff because that's going to be rough with respect to the PC port of Ragnarok in the future, right? They're saying it without saying it, okay? So when when people have said then that like God of War Ragnarok launching in both PS5 and PS4 is holding the game back it's like you don't understand development cycles the the actual PlayStation 5 dev kits weren't in circulation when God of War Ragnarok started production so there 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 wasn't it wasn't like they said well let's make the game for PlayStation 5 and then they ripped a bunch of stuff out they ripped a bunch of stuff out so that they could make it backwards compatible like what Eugene is saying, Ragnarok was originally slated to come out in 2021, which means they didn't plan for that to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. That development cycle means they started building and working on Ragnarok probably, what, in 2018, when 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 God of War shipped. But three years later, think about it. They've admitted that Ragnarok was meant to be a DLC in its initial concept. Which means a lot of what they were building, planning, and scoping out was with existing assets in the existing engine. Meaning that God of War Ragnarok can't be held back because its development cycle existed and started before the PlayStation 5 dev kits were in circulation. Meaning they didn't hold back or gut or take things out. No, they made a game that they know would look good and run well on PlayStation 5. How do we know this? Because once the dev kits were in circulation, what did they do? They updated God of War on PlayStation 5. They gave it a 4K checkerboard update. They gave it 60 FPS. They were probably testing how far can we take this engine? Can we give them an FOV slider? That's something that people are modding into God of War on PC. So God of War PC FOV slider is not in the game. People are modding it. And I got to tell you, it looks a little fisheye when they're doing it because the game was not originally built to suddenly have like 105 FOV. So the, the one guy uploaded a video of him fighting Baldur, the the, the the beginning sequence of the game. You you bury, no, you don't bury, you burn your wife, and then you go on a walk and a hunt with your son, and then you come back and you fight Baldur, okay? And that fight's like pretty historic, pretty well built, amazingly cinematic, and, and it looks great. And this guy did 105 FOV and he showed off that fight. I thought it looked kind of bad. Um, personally. Now, people that are like obsessive about this types of thing were like, it looks pretty good. I thought it got a little fisheye because, again, the game wasn't originally developed to do that. So when they updated God of War on the PlayStation 5, they were likely testing, like, what all can we do here on the PlayStation 5 with this engine, right? Can we up the resolution and without losing performance? Can we up the, the, the frames per second without affecting performance? Is it going to jack up animations like when Horizon Zero Dawn came to PC and they suddenly increased the frame rate, it fiddled with animations. They didn't quite work that well, and they had to, you know, I don't even know if they went back and recoded any of them, because when I played Horizon Zero Dawn most recently on PC, I was kind of struck by, you know, some of the animations didn't look good, like clothing animations and stuff looked kind of bad, they looked kind of poor. Um, so. Um. So. The idea then that like, you know, God of War, you know, Ragnarok has been held back or whatever. I just don't see there's any proof of that. I really don't. It's all conjecture and projection, um, you know.
that doesn't necessarily land on any of the reality and any of the things that we know about it. <clears throat> the game starts off with, yeah, you burn your wife. Yeah, you just you, you burn her corpse. That's it. Ragnar's going to be very successful. Yeah, like, Mo, I, listen, you don't, I, I'll give Mo credit. Mo's a big Microsoft fanboy. He doesn't try to hide the fact that he's a fanboy, okay? And I'm not saying that in a denigrative way, right? I know, I'm, I'm not using it as a pejorative. He knows, right? He, he, know, he knows that that's, that's his team that he cheers for, okay? Mo cheers for Team Xbox. And he's never been, I don't think, like, oh yeah, Xbox, like, PlayStation games suck. I just feel like what I was noticing was a general trend of people trying to downplay just how good Sony is right now. Like the PlayStation 5, the the the, the, the library that they have. Uh, I feel like a lot of the Xbox fans make the mistake of just underselling how good the PlayStation 5 is right now. And even in the debate earlier, Mo was, you know, talking about features and I'm talking about games. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I have a Series X. I like it. I got one as quickly as I could. You know, I enjoy it. I think its form factor is significantly better than the PlayStation 5. I think it, it looks a lot nicer sitting on the desk or your or your TV stand or whatever. And the, you know, the, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have anything that I do on it really, which is sad. Yeah, other than Halo, <laughs> and we mainly play Halo just because it's. I just tend to get better capture and performance out of my Series X. It's also easier to get everybody into the games. It seems easier, like adding friends and stuff. Seems to be a bit easier on the uh, on the Xbox. Um, so, Xbox Series X user, and I would rather have the PS5. I want to play Ratchet and Clank so bad. Yeah, I mean a lot of the and a lot of the exclusives on PlayStation Five, I think have have really, um, you know, I think slanted the debate. You know, we almost have two hundred likes. A little bit of a slower day for us, probably because of the holiday. Uh, we, it, it is Martin Luther King Day, so a lot of our worker lurkers aren't here today. Uh, so if you're enjoying the show, make sure and smash the like button. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. We appreciate you being here. Uh, check out some of our sponsors with the commands down here below, whether it's the shirt I'm wearing, the disc plates behind me, or um, the uh, order some of our coffee. It's ours. Um, so... Uh, Game Pass is slanting to the debate these days. Not when you compare the Series X and the PlayStation 5, it's not, because I don't need a Series X to take advantage of uh, of Game Pass. Also, power is out, says Ashen. Power is out? What? PlayStation fans, we have Horizon and God of War. Xbox fans, we have VRR and Quick Resume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have Smart Delivery and Quick Resume. That's right. Worker lurking from the United Kingdom. My workday is nearly over. Well, thank you for hanging out today, Roger. Appreciate that. Um, I also own a PlayStation 4 and a, PS- and a PC, but still. I never asked, but do you think, what do you think of Valorant and the competitive scene uh, is part of your taste at all? I think Valorant is an, is an amazingly well-built game. I think its popularity is not surprising, given that it's built by Riot given that it is um, it is tapping into the CSGO and Overwatch market, I think Valorant stands to explode in the wake of OWL and in the wake of, of Overwatch 2 being in trouble. Um, and all Overwatch, I think, <laughs> and the Blizzard Activision is going indir- to, the Blizzard Activision lawsuit is going to indirectly help Valorant, I think. 
because it's it offers it offers an inroad for people that are like highly competitive Overwatch players to think, okay, well, that's a game with it's got econ, sure, but still, it's an objective-based game mode with abilities and stuff, and I can get really good, and I can run support, I can run dips, I can run whatever. And so, I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, all the Blizzard Activision crap and Overwatch 2 being sort of uh, in doubt in many people's minds, that'll help Valorant. Keep in mind, Valorant's done well before all that happened. That potentially will just add jet fuel uh, to the tank. Now, I liked playing it, and I was looking forward to shoutcasting it, but obviously shoutcasting Valorant and getting into that field of work with my agent and stuff is not really on the table right now. Um, so, But that may change in, in a while. But I think that I think Valorant has been massively successful uh, for, for a variety of reasons, and it stands to be even more successful in the wake of everything happening with Overwatch. I own PlayStation 5, Xbox, PC, and a gaming laptop. When it comes to console games value etc xbox is by far the best value right now compared to playstation 5 this simply isn't true um you're making an unfair comparison by the way no one's comparing the xbox ecosystem to the playstation 5 that's not fair that would be like me saying well why buy a playstation 5 look how many more games i can get on my pc that's not a fair comparison you're comparing a giant pre-existing ecosystem to a console okay so if you compare the series x and the playstation 5 the Series X loses significantly. When you compare the Microsoft ecosystem and Game Pass to the PlayStation 5, what, what in the world? That, that's a false equivalency. That, that, that That's not a fair comparison. Like, I, I could sit here and do that to everything. Man, the Nintendo Switch sucks. Why? Well, there's way more games on my PC. Well, what in the world? That's not how you make a comparison. You know what I mean? Like, yo, it's good, Ginger. We've been talking about Series X versus PlayStation 5, and currently, the analogy I use is it's a baseball game. PlayStation 5's got more points on the board, right? It's got more points on the board. Now, that doesn't mean we get in the 5th, 6th, and 7th innings, and suddenly Series X starts landing some big shots. You know, Avowed, Fable, Starfield, The Elder Scrolls. These are big, big titles that will make the Series X be really appealing. Why? Because it's a lot easier to buy a Series X and plug it into your television and play these amazing titles without having to touch a PC. And then you also get the the, the Microsoft ecosystem and Game Pass and all the rest. So Series X is just going to be a late bloomer, I think. There's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong. Runs, Lono, runs. Points on the board, runs. Whatever, Charles. I don't like baseball, but the inning analogy works. Runs on the board, points on the board. They say points on the board. That's an expression. That's a sports colloquialism. Hang on a minute. Let me do this real quick. Baseball. Points. Hang on. Points on the board. Right? How does scoring work in baseball? In baseball, players score by hitting a ball and running the bases, the teams, and how to read baseball score. Does anybody say points? They say points. They probably don't. It doesn't seem like they say points. In any case, in any case, screw you. (laughs) In any case, you got me feeling like Joe Rogan. (laughs) Hey-o, listen, the point stands that they're going to be a late bloomer. That's the only point that I'm making. That's the point that I'm making, is that the idea here is not that I'm bashing the Series X. I'm not. Currently, when I measure the two, 
one has more runs on the sports ball scoreboard than the other. One has more than the other. That's all. The original argument was based on economic value. No, it wasn't. I never stated anything about economic value. I was comparing the Series X and the PlayStation 5. You're either incredibly late to the argument or you weren't paying attention to what I said earlier in the stream. I never said anything about economic value. Xbox economic value as a whole is stronger right now than PlayStation. No, it's not. That's subjective to the user. There are plenty of people that would look at what you're calling economic value and they would say, that's a throwaway. I don't want to play any of those freaking games. That doesn't, that, that's not objective. The, the economic value of Game Pass is not in doubt. It's good. It's incredibly good. But that doesn't make the Series X more alluring as a purchase than the PlayStation 5. Why? Because you don't need the Series X to take advantage of that. Doom with a $5 tip. The thoughts about Xbox will change by the end of the year. All their upcoming games are next-gen only. Starfield, Forza, Red, well, Redfall is probably getting a delay. But yeah, Stalker 2 Stalker is also getting a delay. I don't know. You responded to the guy that said value, so it is the point. No, no, you don't get to change my words or change what I said because I responded to somebody in chat and didn't make sure to pinpoint my exact point. Don't freaking do that. That's annoying and pedantic. I said, or pedantic. That's pedantic. That's not what I said. From the beginning this morning to now, I have consistently pushed back and said, when you compare the PlayStation 5 to the Series X, you want to move the goalposts because you're feeling that I'm crapping on your favorite console. So you keep moving the goalposts and you're making it about value or making it about economic value. That's not what I've been saying. That's not. I even said this morning, I got a ton of flack two years ago and even I think a year ago when I said that Microsoft was a sleeping giant, that Microsoft was going to blur the lines between console and PC and have a much larger platform. I referred to it as a platform back then and now they say ecosystem. Yes, you do. So all the games that will be coming day one to Game Pass, you're saying that's a better value of paying $70 for a title compared to having Game Pass? Yes, because I'm getting better games than you are right now. You can sit here and hold your breath and be like, well, I'm going to get Starfield and Elder Scrolls and I'm going to get Avowed and Redfall on Game Pass. First of all, they've not confirmed any of that. And second of all, they don't, you can't, you don't even get them right now. What have you gotten day one on Game Pass that blows PlayStation 5 games out of the water? What, Outriders? Are you going to put that on the table? What are you talking about? You don't even know if their big first-party titles are coming to Game Pass Day 1. They've not said that. They've not said that Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 and Avowed and Fable and, and Redfall, they've not said those games are coming Day 1 to Game Pass. Halo. <laughs> yeah, Halo Infinite. What a shining star of value right now, Halo Infinite. Right. Slide aside, Redfall, Starfield, or all first-party titles are confirmed day one. They've confirmed those day one. They have said that, okay? So I stand corrected about Redfall and Starfield, okay? That doesn't mean every other title. That doesn't mean Elder Scrolls Six will be. More than likely, it will. I mean, they're buying it for it. But you don't have those right now. You don't have those games right now. You can't use those in the argument. Oh, it's a better economic value. What? what you, but you can't cash in on it right now. The, the, you're, you, you're moving the goalposts. 
if you've looked at confirmed games you mentioned are day one okay fine I'll grant you your point and I'll continue to tell you you're being bad at argumentation because you're moving the goalposts which is a little annoying I've not once today said the economic value of the PlayStation 5 versus the Xbox ecosystem there's a giant disparity between the two number one from the beginning of today's stream to now, I've consistently done this, and you're ignoring it because moving the goalposts is not very convenient when I continue to go back to my original statements. When you compare the Xbox Series X to the PlayStation 5 right now, there are there are more reasons to buy a PlayStation 5. There are games, like actual games, that you have to have a PlayStation 5 to play, or significant, huge, content-based updates to games like Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima and even free updates to games like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, okay? Now, you want to bring in, and this is what Mo was doing earlier, he brought in features like Quick Resume. Uh, That's not, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about actual game-based reasons to buy a console. Well, the economic value of the Microsoft ecosystem is infinitely better because when all these titles come out, I will get them on Game Pass. Really? What's Game Pass costing you in the interim? What's it costing you? What's Game Pass cost per year? Is it 50 bucks or 60 bucks? Because I thought they raised the price. Xbox Game Pass price. What is it? Uh, uh, uh. Ultimate is 25 bucks a month. How much is it? 15 bucks a month? Is it really? <laughs> oh, 15 bucks a month. Man, I can't wait to really dunk on this. This is going to be really fun. So for an entire year, that's $180. When do you think these games are launching? When do you think you're going to get all these games? You probably can get one of the, one or two of these big games a year. Let's say you get two big Microsoft games a year. Let's say, by some sheer miracle, you get Starfield and Redfall this year. What happens when you take 180 and you divide it by two? What happens? 180 divided by those two big titles is $90. Now, oh, but all these other games, that are you playing them? Because again, the, the economic value is subjective. I'm not playing any of those games. I have Game Pass. I have a Series X. And I'm not touching any of those old games. So if you're paying $180 a year and saying, well, it's a better value because when all these big games come out, I'll get them day one. Yeah, and you're spending $180 a year for that. So the economic value, like the economic value of all those games that you get in addition, sure, subjective to the user. Yes, that's a better economic value for you. That has nothing to do when you compare the Series X and the PlayStation 5. When you compare the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, your your games out there in the distant future that you don't have right now that you're going to get day one, like... That only is a great economic value if you're currently really enjoying Game Pass right now. That's incredibly, incredibly subjective to the user. Yeah, and not to mention, you don't own the games. So it's $180 to have this great backlog. You will never hear me besmirch Game Pass. It's an incredible value. It is. But you can't act like you spending $180 a year right now 
that one day will lead to you getting Starfield, Redfall, Avowed, Fable, and all these games day one. That that's somehow a better value when compared to the PlayStation 5 right now, January 2022. That is a giant goalpost shift. Like, you can't even play the games right now. Do you want to know what I can do? I can play Returnal, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, Death Stranding's Director's Cut, free updates to Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War. Uh, I can play Demon Souls Remake. I can play all those games right now. Yeah, but you had to pay for them. Well, what? Okay. You're preemptively paying for those games right now. What do you pay? $180 last year and $180 this year and $180 next year. That starts to add up, doesn't it? It's an amazing value if you're cashing in on all the games. It is. It's an amazing value if you're cashing in on all the games. That's conditional. There are plenty of people that buy Game Pass and don't touch any of those back th- th- those games back in the uh, back in the in the library. Yeah, Horizon Forbidden West West is literally next month. Like it's like a month away. That's why I said you're moving the goalposts. It's like. Not once today have I compared the ecosystems, which would then allow you to bring in Game Pass. I've talked about reasons to buy a PlayStation 5 currently compared to reasons to buy a Series X. Even if I grant your premise, there is massive economic value for Game Pass that has nothing to do with the Series X because you don't need the Series X to enjoy Game Pass. You can't attach Game Pass's value to the Series X because it's not a selling point of the Series X. You, You can go to the store right now and buy an older Xbox for way less money and take full advantage of all that of all that Game Pass uh, economic value, as you call it. So it's it's it it doesn't really it doesn't really connect or land on what we're saying to like invoke and inject Game Pass as if like well yeah that's a great reason to buy a a, a Series X. <clears throat> That's the issue here. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this is why that that the what's her name Frost on G4. This is why she got ripped because she said something that sounded as silly as what y'all are saying. That like all these games out there that haven't launched yet that we hope are good makes Xbox a better a better game system right now than the PlayStation Five, and that the PlayStation Five is a dead man walking. It's like. How many first-party titles launched for the Xbox Series X? None. How many of those titles won awards? None. How many does PlayStation 5 have? I don't know, four or five? How many of them won awards? I don't know, two or three? Like, that's why she got shredded. And she can hide behind her claims of gamer misogyny all she wants. No, you said something dumb. Like, and I don't respect you if I don't tell you that it's dumb. Like... I respect you as a person if I'm willing to be like, that's a dumb take. Like, that's inaccurate AF. <laughs> or saying that Hogwarts is going to be exclusive to Microsoft. What? That, but, that, but that's what y'all are doing in chat. You sound like her. You sound like some Microsoft copium drinking. Like, oh, but there's all this stuff coming. All this economic value. Listen, I know it sucks that you bought a Series X. And there's like no real games for it right now. I'm saying the same thing. I have one sitting here. It's within reach. I have one. I have a Series X. And it's, it, there, that's, that's, there's nothing there. Oh, Game Pass. I am a customer of Series X and Game Pass. 
And you know what Game Pass does for me right now? It's great if Hilly and I want to check out a game. It's great when something like Outriders drops. Right? Outside of that? Outside of that? Like what? What, what is there? I don't cash in on all those games on Game Pass. I don't do it. I have a PS5. There isn't anything there too. That's not true. Maybe you just don't like the games. Do you not like the Demon Souls remake? Do you not like Returnal? Do you not like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? Do you not like Death Stranding Director's Cut? Do you not like uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut? How about the free updates to Horizon Zero Dawn? How about the free updates to God of War? How about the free updates to PlayStation? How about Miles Morales? You don't play any of those games? You don't, you, th- th- those games don't exist to you but, but because you don't like them? I don't understand. Exactly, dude. Exactly what? I just listed all those games. And maybe you don't like the games on Xbox? No. No. You are failing to come to grips with the argument. I just listed a bunch of things you can only get on the PlayStation 5. There are no games you can only get on the Series X. That's what you're missing. It's not that I don't like the games, homie. I can play them on my old console. Try to keep up. You're not even paying attention. Like, if you compare the Series X to the PlayStation 5, there are significantly more games and reasons to buy a PlayStation 5. There's nothing about my Series X that benefited me. FPS boost and games load faster. The frick? That's it. That's what I bought. A faster, better performing Xbox. No titles. None. You said nothing's on Xbox. Same can be said for PlayStation 5. Depends on what you like. No, you are not grappling with the point that I just made. You're just restating your case with different words because you can't win the argument. No. You're just moving the goalpost. Now you're creating subjectivity argument. That's not that's not the argument. The argument is not subjective to me liking the games. I am merely listing the games that can be played and only played on PlayStation 5. There are no games for Halo, I'm sorry, for Halo, for Xbox Series X, none. List them right now. List for me the Xbox Series X exclusive titles that I have to have a Series X for. Please list them. I'm not talking subjectively about what I like. You're injecting that into the argument. I'm not saying that. I right now could hate Demon Souls and Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. I could hate Ghost of Tsushima and God of War and Miles Morales and all these games. I could hate them. A lot of them I haven't even played. I'm just listing them. These are games. These are objective facts, not subjective realities. These are objective facts. These are exclusive titles or exclusive updates to huge, well-known games that are only available on the PlayStation 5. Where are the titles for the Series X? Where? We're just speaking in facts now. We're just speaking in objective things like lists the games for me. What are they? For people, Xbox is better right now. PlayStation 5 is better for others. Just how it is. That's not the argument. 
that argument is subjective to the person and I granted that earlier I said there are probably plenty of people right now that are thoroughly enjoying the Game Pass economic value they play all the old games they love the fact that when a new game hits Game Pass day one they get to cash in on it I've not discounted the fact that there are subjective realities at play but that's not the point that I am making the point that I am making is when you look at the two titles the two systems right now one system has a bunch of titles and updates and things that I can only get on the PlayStation 5 and the series X doesn't have that yet. I've also continued to say that Xbox Series X could be a late bloomer. All these big titles could land in a year or two and it'll be like, man, if you want to play Fable, if you want to play Avowed, if you want to play Starfield or or uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and not muddle around with a PC, just buy a Series X. It'll look and perform amazingly. I've granted that. All I'm saying is, I'm not denigrating your favorite piece of plastic. I'm saying... Series X doesn't have anything going for it right now. It just doesn't. And when you list all these ecosystem benefits, you're not talking about the Series X. You're talking about the Microsoft ecosystem, which has no bearing on the Series X. No bearing. I made my point of the value to the average consumer. I thought that was the point when I came in. I'll, sub- I'll subdue to the fact that uh, they do have more right now exclusives on the PS5. Let me push back on what you're saying, D-Crew. The value to the average consumer. The demand and the sales speed of the PlayStation 5 proves you wrong. More consumers are pining after buying and trying to get PlayStation 5s than Series X. It has sold faster. The demand is higher. The Series X can be purchased in retail stores right now. There are places... You just walk in and there they sit. So, no! The average consumer is choosing PlayStation 5 hand over fist compared to the Series X. What what, what are you even talking about? If you look at the consumer response. If you're new, by the way, we love doing this. (laughs) We have hot, amazing, spicy debates. When I'm getting this amped, it means I'm really happy. This is what I want. That's inaccurate. What do you, what's an act? The PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling console in existence. It's, they've broken like every record. So the average consumer, globally considered, what do you, we need to fact check on Series X availability. I've seen claims in our own Discord and claims on Twitter. People are walking into retail stores and Series X's are sitting there. People are buying them. They're like, oh my gosh, there's one right here. <laughs> what? value to the average consumer is, uh, is subjective it is subjective but again if you look at the demand and the, and the sales speed of the playstation 5 there's it's in it's not even comparable they are not in stores so someone came into my discord and just lied to me anecdotal oh my gosh oh the copium is so thick Hand over fist, is that an overstatement? Are PlayStation sales 2 to 1? Oh, PlayStation 5 sales versus Xbox Series X. We've covered this stuff on the show, guys. PlayStation 5 has sold 15.2 million units in 13 months, while the Xbox Series X has sold 9.84 million units. I'll pull up a chart, I guess. I mean, here we go. Where does this go? PlayStation 5 Series X. What the frick? I don't want to save the image. Open a new tab. So, worldwide, this looks like a 13-month report. And 
the speed where's this no i need the speed report that's what i need there was a speed report about the speed with which the the playstation 5 was selling comparatively and it didn't even compare it didn't even compare the playstation 5 was selling faster uh according to a report from the japanese publication the playstation 5 sold 10 times more than the series x in japan Again, that's a factor that is absolutely not being considered here when we say the average consumer. The PlayStation 5 will dominate when you leave the West. It just dominates. So the sales comparisons just don't compare. Like, uh, what is this? I mean, I can pull up this. Let me let me pull up this chart. This is to give us a generic, a generic look about you know how the PlayStation's pulling away from the Series X. So they st- it's, it's 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 not just higher, it's yeah, let me get this pulled up. Do I do I have the right thing? There we go. So you can see you can see here like even when they even when they started, right? I'll bring my mouse over. Even when they started, the PlayStation was higher and they were parallel to each other and then all of a sudden the blue line breaks away and just goes and just takes a, a much faster and sharper upward trajectory compared to the, the Series X. It's not just the West, it's predominantly America. Yeah, like, and this is why. This is why, like, when, when, when you, when, this is worldwide, like, the PlayStation 5 when you say the average consumer what are you talking about the average consumer is choosing the playstation 5 over the series x by a significant margin it's so much better that idioms apply hand over fist so but but if we look at the gap uh if we look at the gap right here a nice one so we got 10 million compared to 6 million that's almost double zubair wait what do you mean so at the at the right here at the eight, if you can see my mouse, I'm, I'm making it bounce. At like the eight to nine month mark, you got ten million versus six million. That's, I think I can say I think I can say hand over fist. If I'm selling one and a half to two to every time you sell one, I'm doing pretty dadgum good. Selling two to one right now, maybe almost three. No, I think it's two to one in most in most most reports I've read. It's two to one. That's what I mean. Even if you're going to make claims for the average consumer, it's selling one and a half to two to every one. That that's a that's a pretty big that's a pretty big margin. I can see the point. Like hand over fist, hand over fist. Meaning, let no no no. Let's see. Uh, just means rapidly. Yeah. It, it hand over fist is quickly and in large amounts. I think it was a fair usage of the term Zubair. I do. I don't I don't think I over I it is it is like I think a branch of hyperbole that I that I said that, but I th- I think I think um rapidly and in great numbers applies here. Uh I do. Um so Sony already reported making up the profit loss at release. Didn't hear that about the series yet. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. If, if they, does Microsoft release those kind of reports? 
Xbox is 12 million last reported Phil Spencer said that he himself is the best selling Xbox ever listen 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 we're getting, we're getting lost in the mix here hang on a $10 tip from Doom they don't have Series X only games all gen they aren't doing it like PlayStation 5 if they did it would cut the game pass base in half that's why Cloudworks on Xbox and I'm able to play Starfield there thank you for the $10 tip Doom oh Doom you did two tips I'm so sorry a $5 tip a little while ago. The thoughts about Xbox changed by the end of the year with upcoming games like Starfield, Forza, uh, Redfall, Stalker 2. Thank you. I think I read your message, but didn't thank you for the tip. I appreciate the tips. Um, listen, 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 listen. We're getting off on side issues here, okay? There is nothing that I'm saying in the... I'm not arguing that the Series X is bad or unsuccessful. That's not... That was a cranky concession. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. I own the Series X. I am looking forward to Starfield. I am looking forward to Fable and Avowed and Elder Scrolls 6. I like my Series X. I do. So nothing that I'm saying is me like bashing the Series X. My entire position has been that, and this is backed by the market, the PlayStation 5 has more reasons currently to buy it you want to invoke game pass economic value doesn't apply because you don't need a series x for that gate you don't need it for game pass you want to inject how well it's sold comparatively to other xboxes again that has nothing to do with what i'm saying that's why i use the baseball analogy we're in the early innings and playstation has more runs on the board and xbox could hit some really great home runs and some grand slams in the later innings. That's the entirety of my position. That's it. I love both consoles. I do. I barely ever boot up my Series X. Why? I don't have a reason to, unless we're doing Halo Infinite Game Night, or tomorrow we're going to check out the new event. We may not agree eye to eye, but I still like you and appreciate our friendly back and forth with each other. Nothing but respect. You know I you know I love you, D Crew. Like, this is what we do here. If you've never been here before, you know, these are long-standing members of the community. Either they've been sub for a long time or listened for a long time. We have really hot debates here. And I just continue to feel like when these subjects come up, like the guys who like Microsoft, you you, you get you get defensive and you're like, oh, but this is and you want to point to all these great things about Microsoft. And it's like, that's all fine and well and good. As I said, if I went to a movie theater and I was like, okay, your movie theater is on Fifth Street and this other movie theater is on Main Street. Why should I come to your movie theater? And they're like, well, we don't have any of the new big titles, but we have all these great features. That would that's what I that's what I was saying. It's like there's just there's more big titles on PlayStation 5 right now. Lono is being extremely disingenuous. Well, that's a heck of a charge. They've already stated their biggest competitor is Amazon and Google, not Sony. The entire strategy in cloud gaming, console sales is a blockbuster strategy. Homie, you're either incredibly new or just not intelligent because I have made that argument before. You're misunderstanding my arguments. Even today, I have said that I believe Microsoft is a sleeping giant and their ecosystem and their player base and their consumer base will be enormous. And I've quoted before Phil Spencer saying he sees their competitors as being Amazon and Google. I'm not being disingenuous. I'm making a completely different statement. Currently, as in today, there are more reasons to buy a PlayStation 5 than a Series X. Am I invoking some console war or some competition between the PlayStation 5 and the Series X? No, I'm simply saying if you're choosing between the two, there's more reasons to buy a PlayStation 5 currently. 
I'm not misunderstanding. You're the one arguing console sales. I'm arguing console sales to bolster the statement where I said that the PlayStation 5 selling hand over fist because I was pushing back on the notion that the average consumer is going to get more from the Xbox Series X. And I said, based on consumer sales, the average consumer is actually choosing the PlayStation 5 2 to 1. That's why I cited the console sales. Don't misrepresent what I said. That's a quick road out of here. Engage with what I'm saying. Don't inject premises and ideas. I only brought up console sales to push against the claim that the average consumer gets more out of the Series X. Well, then why is the average consumer choosing PlayStation 5 2 to 1? I was pushing back on an assertion with facts of sales. That's all I was doing. Lona's being disingenuous when he says he doesn't want a pet badger. He really wants a pet badger. You can't decouple playing anywhere. Game Pass and the Series X, it's all interconnected. But it has no relation to my claim. I'm claiming the movie theater on Main Street has more big name titles right now. And you're like, yeah, but this movie theater over here has all these great features. That, that, that's not related. It's not what I'm talking about. Well, this movie theater over here is owned by a company who doesn't really see their competition as being that movie theater. They're trying to get into this, 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 and all these other uh, the, all these other streaming verticals and cloud-based game that has nothing to do with what I said. I I made a very basic statement. Right now, I have more reason to go to that movie theater because they have all the new new titles. What you're saying has nothing to do with what I said. It's here. It's not related. It honestly, it sells two to one because of the popularity momentum of the PS4. Xbox is coming from the grave. Sure. Which, as I've said many times, I think my, I, I got a lot of flack for this a couple of years ago. When I covered E3 in 2017, 2018, before I was a, a lead host, main stage at E3, when I would cover it and co-stream it, I kept telling people, I said, Microsoft's strategy is different. They're not looking to sell you on the console. They're looking to sell you on the platform. They are blurring the line. I said, this is why they're doing, this is why they're doing the, uh, back then they were focused on minor upgrades to the consoles. They were coming out with Xbox One, then the Xbox One X, then the Xbox One S, all that, right? And so what I was saying back then was they're blurring the line between console and PC. They're going to start to have basically one entire platform. I made this argument in like 2018 and 2017. I was called an idiot. I, you're just an Xbox fanboy. And look what happened. Microsoft in 2022 has completely blurred the line between where their games live. Why? It's now called an ecosystem. They've got PC and they've got console. And that, I think, in five years from now is going to come full fruition to them right that's pretty good that's going to be a massive market share that they can say listen when you make a game for our platform look how big our platform is i continue to say that and believe that but that has no bearing on the current comparisons of the series x and the playstation 5 which is all i was talking about I'm not a fanboy. I can sit here and praise the strategy and the moves and the ideas and the and the and the ecosystem growth of Microsoft and be like, man, that's gonna be huge. If if the projections are correct and Capcom is shifting their their IPs to PC, because like PC gaming is gonna explode in Japan over the next five or ten years then Microsoft will be in a great position to say, well, <laughs> our ecosystem's not limited to a console. 
Our games are not limited to a console. Our big property that we bought with Elder Scrolls 6 and who else they, they may end up buying, we're not, we're not stuck on a console. That's going to be a big win for them. That's why I said they're a sleeping giant. They, they may end up really, really proving themselves in innings 6, 7, and 8. It does have a bearing. You cannot decouple the ecosystem. I can decouple the ecosystem when contextually speaking, I said right now, right now, there are more reasons to buy a PlayStation 5. I could say something to the effect of like, right now, the score is the Reds have 10 and the Blues have three. And you're like, well, that's awfully you can't decouple that from the team's history and win ratio. No, I'm saying right now they have more points <laughs> and that may change going down the line. You can't boot. What do you boot up your series X? What? And like you rub game pass butter on your skin. Cause you're like, Oh, this will make me feel better. What the frick? The, 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 the current reality is the series X doesn't have a lot going for it. And that may change in a couple of years. Series X will never win that comparison because that isn't Microsoft's focus anymore. I actually beg to differ, Doom. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. And here's why. Because there's going to be a ton of people that want to play Elder Scrolls 6 and Fable, uh, if there's another Fallout, all these titles, right? They're going to want to play those titles. And you know what they're going to want to do? They're going to want to avoid PC. It's just easier to buy a Series X. I think Series X will actually do very well as a console once people are like, oh my gosh, that's where I want to play Avowed or Fable or The Elder Scrolls Six. I think that's when the Series X becomes more competitive as a, as a, as a piece of equipment because it'll be so much more affordable compared to PCs. Like, compare the Series X in like two or three years to comparable good PCs in two or three years. Well, the price difference is going to be astronomical. PCs are so dadgum expensive because, well, there's a whole there's a whole, like, global economy situation going on with chips and farming and all that crap, but I think the Series X actually has a shot once they start to have some of those titles that you can't get anywhere else, and a lot of people are going to say, I don't want to mess around with a PC. I'll just buy a Series X. Yeah, and it is already doing well as a console. I think people completely misunderstood my point. If you're tuning in for God of War Ragnarok PC release, we don't have a release date. There is a God of War Ragnarok release date leak that it's coming September of this year. That's potentially just a placeholder and it might not actually land on that date. I argued this morning based on a Game Informer interview, a PC Gamer interview, and a Game Rant article, three different news sources, making it pretty crystal clear that a God of War Ragnarok PC release will happen. And the poll at the top of the chat is asking, when do you think it will happen? One year after console, two years after console, or three to four years? Most of you are saying one year, and then most everybody else is saying two, and then, well, about 20% are saying three to four years. So, welcome in. If that's what you're looking for, hit subscribe, hit the like button. We've uh, we've been kind of bouncing around topics this morning, um, and we're, we're we, we we made we I made some statements comparing PS5 and Xbox Series X, and I think people are are, are grossly misunderstanding my positions, 
and and arguing the viability and the longevity and the value of the Series X and the Microsoft platform, which I don't think is in doubt. <laughs> I don't think it's in doubt. I just think it's currently starting off very slow. You know, I think the Series X value, it's just a slow start, man. It really is. I think denying that is silly. That that was the only point I was trying to make. Short term, Sony's winning because of the exclusives and because a lot of the people already have PCs and can hold off buying a new Xbox. That's all I'm saying. Nothing crazy. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if if the yeah the Series X the Series X may struggle as as the PC game it, the PC the explosion of PC gaming could cause Xbox Series X sales to plateau significantly because most people will say there'll be a larger market share of PC gamers than there are now and a lot of them will be like well I don't need a Series X I have a I have a PC right so the growth of PC gaming could in in indirectly affect sales of Series X it could I'm not saying it will I'm just saying it's a possibility that's an economic reality that's an economic reality that over the course of the next two to five years, PC gaming explodes and then the Series X struggles to sell. Not in a bad way, but it just would struggle to sell because you're going to have way more people that are like, all your games come out for PC. I don't need to buy it. And that's where Microsoft wins. See, you're misunderstanding. If I'm saying that and you're like, oh, he's knocking the Series X. No, 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 no. No. If Microsoft pulls that off, then that is a huge win. That ecosystem reach, that ecosystem reach is absolutely massive. That's massive. It's global reach that Microsoft doesn't get to enjoy the way that Sony does. Because Sony gets to walk into the Asian market and just kick the crap out of the Xbox. Microsoft has never been able to do that. But if the Microsoft ecosystem gets traction in the PC gaming world, especially in the Asian market, that will be a big game changer for their market reach. As a gamer, I love the freedom of choice as Ginger, where Sony doesn't want to offer me that option, so I vote with my money and I hold off on Sony personally. Right, and I think more in in experience than ideals, so I don't think in ideals about my freedom. I think I want to play amazing games, and I go where those amazing games are. So I respect the ideal of, like, I want freedom, Sony restricts my freedom. Okay? You know, you're missing out. (laughs) Missing out because PS5's got some bangers, Brian. Thank you for five months, my friend. PS5's got some bangers, bro, and they got more on the way. (laughs) Come on, brother. I think 16 will get me to buy a PS5. I don't think it, I know it. Final Fantasy 16, yeah, it'll get you over. It'll get you over. We haven't had any coffee sales yet today. Where's our first coffee sale? What's going on here? <laughs> we've gotten we've gotten about, you know, nine or ten new subs, so welcome new subs. If you haven't hit sub yet, you can subscribe in confidence. As passionate as I get, I keep it safe for work. So plenty of people were able to tune in this morning and not worry about the kind of language that I'm going to use. Uh, you can subscribe in confidence. I'll be in your sub feed all week with uh, variety gaming news coverage. And uh, we greatly appreciate your support this morning, both with likes, votes on the poll, all that. Uh, we've, we've really enjoyed the discussion. And uh, we have more planned for today. We're going to continue our playthrough of God of War on PC. Uh, we're kind of testing the waters to see uh, if we can play 
games at length on this channel. We're more of a talk show. We're more of a ride the lead, right? What's the lead topics going on? We kind of ride that and cover that and break it down. Uh, while also niching down in the games like Lost Ark, New World, Ashes of Creation, uh, and others. Uh, but we want to kind of test that this afternoon to see if enough of the sub-base enjoys uh, you know, more completionist gameplay. We haven't really been doing that uh, that often here. We have been more predominantly dipping our toes in gameplay and then immediately kind of running back to talk show, which I am fully in support of. I don't mind having to kind of, re- I wouldn't say retreat, but we'll say pivot. Having to always pivot back to talk show doesn't bother me. As you can see, I really like talking. Um... <laughs> As you can see, I really like talking. Um, Ask channels to add you to their live redirect list. They've changed the verbiage again. Uh, I'm scheduling the next stream creature. It now says, ask channels to add you to their live redirect list. Originally, it said approved channels or something like that. It said it differently recently. It was... um, Shoot, Busey tweeted it. I'll have to go and check and see what uh, what what the phrasing was when he tweeted. I'm I'm fairly certain it originally said, um, "asked to be added to their approved channels list" or something, and it now says something completely different. And now for something completely different, YouTube's being being a butt right now, scheduling this next stream. I'd be interested to know how many words Lono says on an average weekday. <laughs> uh, yeah, YouTube's being being crappy right now. It's not letting me. Um, it's not letting me schedule my stream. Strategic withdrawal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I only emulate games that I can't buy uh, reasonably, like GameCube, Wii, PlayStation Two. Thoughts on the rumored Sony Game Pass, like Project Spartacus. I don't know enough to comment other than it it makes sense, you know. It makes sense why they would try to offer their own thing. Um, It totally would. So it looks like it's it's scheduled it. Hang on. It looks like it's scheduled it, but it failed to upload the thumbnail. Let me check. Uh, Let me go in here and check. Yeah, it got the tags right. It got the title right. Where's the game? What game did it put us in? Yeah, it got us in the right game. I'll just have to... It just didn't... It didn't... uh, It didn't like having to assign the thumbnail. And it might still not like it. Yeah, YouTube's acting squirrely right now. They might be updating stuff in the back end. That's always been my concern. This happened a while ago. This happened a while ago. Like they, they, you just suddenly can't save anything on the website. And I don't know what the cause is. I don't know what the reason. Um. Uh, what did we do? I think the last time I went, I went, I set the video to private, and then did it, and then it fixed it. Talking about the big boys, when do you think Google will kill Stadia? 
that one that's tough that one's tough because i don't know they may have plans for stadia that we don't understand um you know they may have plans for stadia that we don't present we don't presently understand yeah we have seven minutes to get this fixed because the 30 minute noties will be going out um am i getting dying light 2 I just don't know. Like, I know people are going to want to see it. I know they're going to want to see it day one. Um, but I, I just don't know. Um, it. I know people like to see gameplay and like to see gameplay day of, but... Stadia will work when fiber is mainstream. I... I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you about Stadia. Stadia just seems like a significant non-starter. Um, it struggled. It struggled like right out of the gate. It struggled. Let me try renaming the thumb. Sometimes that helps. You can check out the Uncharted upgrade. Wait, are they doing an upgrade to Uncharted 4? I bought coffee. You don't have to sleep on the floor tonight. Yay! We got a coffee sale from Zubair. Coffee orders have slowed down significantly. I think you guys went crazy in Christmas and you haven't quite drunk three years yet, but we all know. <laughs> Team Dark Roast. <laughs> Thank you, hashtag Team Dark Roast, for ordering some coffee. Yeah, YouTube's having some problems right now. I can't, I can't edit the thumbnail on this freaking stream. Um, they're having issues. I don't know what the frick we're gonna do. Um, let me see, let me see if I can change the thumbnail on um, a completely different video. Let me see if it'll let me. Let me see if I can change this one. Because I might just have to delete and reschedule. Because it could just be that particular stream. Um, no, it's not letting me change the thumbnail on the current stream that we're in right now. It's not letting me do it. I freaking hate when this happens. It's like I can't work. I can't do my job. Like, how am I supposed to do a stream without a dadgum thumbnail? It's just gonna be a blank, a blank like pay like thing. Yeah, I can't. I can't change thumbs right now. Um, it releases January twenty eighth. Okay. Yes, end of January. Okay, we'll have to check it out. Um. Well, before people get the fifteen minute on this one, the thirty minute, I'm gonna set it to twelve fifteen. I'm gonna set it to twelve fifteen. Um, so nobody gets like a weird uh, email or like a notey without a thumb. We'll just keep trying for the next, you know, 15 minutes or so. Uh, is there a review like two days between Monday and Thursday that you have to play afternoon instead of two segments? Listen, I- I'm going to just keep saying it. If you guys want gameplay, you got to support it. I'm not going to stream gameplay to half my audience and hurt the channel. Our channel is humming right now, and we have to make smart decisions. 
So we've been do- we did two talk shows for most of December, and that's where a lot of our growth came from. I'm not going to abandon that to do gameplay if people won't show up. Like we've all- I've always talked that way. I'm not going to take it personal or get butthurt or angry. I'm just like, listen, if y'all don't support it, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it for the folks that are like diehards and are like, oh, please, 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 like. I'm not going to hurt my channel just, you know, as much as I wanted to play Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut, Ikishima, or as much as I wanted to play any of these games, I'm not going to hurt my channel. That's, 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 that's a really self-indulgent and stupid idea for me. It's self-indulgent for me. You know what I mean? Two bags of light rose to Nighthawk. Thank you so much, Nighthawk, uh, for that coffee order. Get your Rageless Roast orders in today. We greatly appreciate it. I just, I get it, but I just continue to say, listen, listen, if that's what you want, if that's what you guys want, you, you gotta support it. You know, you gotta support gameplay. I can't do complete playthroughs of games right now. We've not earned that right. Generally, I don't think we're gonna earn that right until we're at 25 subs or higher, 25K, 25K subs or higher. I think you have to have a significantly larger channel to just ride gameplay like that. You know what I mean? Now, gameplay in games like Lost Ark or New World or Ashes of Creation, those are games we we rhythmically come back to, right? We rhythmically come back to them, and we, you know, we 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 tend we enjoy playing them. We're, we're th- those are those are you know regular games getting regular coverage, and uh, that's one thing. But doing like ten playthrough sessions of God of War on PC or something. It just isn't in the cards. Like, we don't know. We don't know. I don't think it's in the cards. I really, really don't. Um, is Ghost of Ikishima a Ghost of... Uh, yes, it's a DLC. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, I'm just real with y'all. I mean, I just, I'm just real about it. I'm like, if that's what you want, it, it, it's got to get support. I, 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 can't, I can't die a thousand deaths, you know, sitting there, oh, we're on our ninth playthrough of some action-adventure game, and mi- meanwhile, I'm tanking the channel's numbers. We, we can grab game news, cover it, have a great conversation. Our afternoon sessions have been killer um, with, with some of the coverage that we've done, so... Um, I think we're going to be able to do a lot with Elden Ring, but Elden Ring is different because it's from software. Like the minute the minute you, you the minute you touch from software games, it's just very very different. Um, if they sub for talk show and you switch to gameplay, will you lose the subs? No, no, I don't think people like unsub. That's not my concern. I'm not like, oh my gosh, um, I'm not like, oh, I can't believe people are unsubbing because of gameplay. No, 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 that's typically not it. What ends up happening is all the momentum dies and then the video performs terribly and so if we're if we're nishing down into both MMORPG from software you know with a mix of gameplay we just have to be careful we may not have earned the right to do 10 days in a row of hey guys we're working our way through God of War in the afternoons when you have 50,000 subs, it's different. You, I might be able to do that because there's just enough people to carry the weight, if that makes sense. Do you understand? Like, we have to be intelligent. Like, we had great growth in December with Double Talk Show. I can't look away from that and be like, you know, I can't act like that's not a reality that's going to affect our, our strategy. Scotty B coming in with two months of membership. Thank you. Two months from Siege Master. Thank you. want to say thank you for the daily entertainment. Thank you. A $10 tip from Freddy. All right, make Lono as popular as the two times so he can stream gameplay. <laughs> um, ever thought about putting up a recording on one side of the screen while you talk? 
Like right now? No. Um, I unsub for every gameplay and then I resub for the talk show. <laughs> Are you nicely asking us for our money? No, no, I've not once said anything about money. That's not it at all. Like when a channel becomes known for something and has momentum and traction and reliability you have to be very careful because if you suddenly do something dramatically different then you'll lose lots of that momentum and lots of that growth you guys saw that happen when we suddenly were no longer covering destiny right it just slowly hurt us so I just have to be aware of that. Like, if we try to play through Horizon Forbidden West and we get on our third day of trying to do that and the support is horrible, well, then I'm going to be like, look, there's gaming news we can cover. I, I don't need to play this. <laughs> like, I don't I don't need to play this game. I'll be okay. You know, I'll be all right. You know? I'm not seeing anything reported about YouTube, but um, I can't upload. I can't change my thumb. I can't do anything with thumbnails right now. Um, uh, uh, nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Nobody's saying anything. I still can't change thumbs right now on YouTube. Um, views equal money. It's not even about views equaling money. Like I'm not money minded. I'm just you. I'm protective of the channel. We have a great, great channel with great community and great support. And if the community communicates to me, I don't want to watch 10 sessions of God of War on PC, right? I don't want to watch that. If the community communicates to that to me, well, then I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to do that. So if the community communicates to me that, you know, if the community communicates to me that like, hey, uh, double talk show and variety gaming news coverage, we dig it, man. We love it. Then I think I think that that's something I, I have to consider. I have to consider that. So it's that's why I always say like it comes down to you guys. Like if you support something, right? If you support something, I'm going to keep doing it. The God of War gameplay numbers were good. Yes, they were good, but it was launch day, so you have to you have to take that with a grain of salt. You have to take that with a grain of salt. And we're running into technical problems. I can't set the freaking thumbnail, so we might not even... I, I don't know what we're going to do. I, 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 I can at least schedule the stream. I can schedule the stream, and I can, you know... I can uh, hopefully, eventually, it'll... it'll oh, it might have gone. It might have done it. It might have switched it. I think it might have worked. We can still stream. I'm just not going to have a thumbnail. Yes, it did it. It did it. Okay. We finally got the thumbnail. I was like, oh my gosh. Because it's a good thumbnail, man. Thumbnails play a pretty big role. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're good. We're good. All right, now I can set the redirect. <laughs> I was like, this is not good. Uh, redirect, add, save. Cool. There we go. Perfect. I was so worried. That's what I love money. I am not a money minded creature will tell you this. He doesn't like this about me. <laughs> he's my he's my uh, my producer, like my producer, uh, web manager, strategist. He holds like eight hats. Um, he doesn't like how I'm not money minded. I, I'm not. I'm I'm production and and growth minded. The money will come. 
I don't. I've, I've never been like, oh, we gotta count our pennies. No, I'm I'm production and growth minded. I want the production to be amazing, and I want the growth to be like measurable and predictable and sensible. And if the community is saying we love this and this not so much, well, I'm gonna give you more of the thing that you're loving, which is talk show. I don't have any problem with that. If you guys haven't caught on, I haven't shut up for two and a half hours. I, I love a good talk show. There's no, skin, there's no skin off my neck to be like, hey, we'll just keep doing talk show. you know. And who knows? A year from now, we'll be sitting on a much larger channel and I could be like, hey guys, there's this new game coming out and we're going to spend the next two weeks playing through it in the afternoons and it won't hurt us. Why? Well, we'll have enough volume to carry it. Does that make sense? Because enough people over the years will just sub and enjoy my vibe and enjoy our vibe, enjoy you guys to be like, you know, hey, I, I'll, I'll watch this. I'll watch you play through a game. Like, I like the channel. I like you. And uh, and there's enough volume to carry it. We just hit 10,000 subs. So I personally don't think we have enough volume yet to carry uh, lengthy gameplay. I don't. I don't think we have enough volume yet. You prove me wrong, and we'll play through all of God of War on PC. <laughs> and we'll play through all of Horizon Forbidden West. Prove me wrong, you know? I'm, I'm open to being like, hey man, the numbers were better for gameplay. Because here's what happens, you also have to understand something. If you guys support the gameplay with volume, then YouTube takes that gameplay and it puts it in front of a bunch of different people. So anybody coming to YouTube looking for God of War PC gameplay will find us. Why? Because you guys bring the volume. If you don't bring the volume, what's YouTube say? Well, he averagely, on average, he gets this, and when he went to gameplay, he got this, and then they don't, they don't, the 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 algorithm finds that to be um, uh, unreliable or or weak. It's like that's not very strong. He suddenly isn't getting the support he typically gets, and then it doesn't it doesn't promote us. That's exactly how the algorithm should work. By the way, that's exactly how it should work. If you are a, let's say you live stream a talk show like this, and then suddenly in the afternoons, you want to live stream, you know, um, I don't even, I don't even know me, me playing a board game with like my kids, you can't see them or whatever. That's a huge departure. And YouTube should naturally say, whatever this guy just did, we're not going to recommend this because we don't know what the frick's going on over there, but he just had a big drop in support and views. Well, that, 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 that's how it should work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, 10K. Yeah, well, because subs are free over here. We have memberships over here, uh, Bald Man's Rage. We have about 450 paying members. We're, we're setting our sights on 500 paying members. Yeah, that's, that's a better one. New guitar reviews. Exactly, Zubair. If I'm like, talk show, gaming, rah, 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 God of War, Ragnarok, PC release. And then all of a sudden I'm like, guys, you got to check out this new Stratocaster. Uh, people are like, what the frick is happening? Well, YouTube should know. Like, we don't going to recommend that video. This person doesn't know what the frick they're doing. <laughs> so I think, right... For 10k subs, you get a ton of views. Yeah, our average stream viewership is strong. We're one of the we're one of the most watched uh, English speaking streams on the platform. For for like sub ratio to viewership, we pull better numbers than some of the biggest channels on YouTube. So I'm not worried about it at all. But 
talk show and gameplay can coexist I think I think we need to be at around 25,000 subs before the volume of support is strong enough to let me play a game to completion that's just a theory I could be 100% wrong I would have never imagined we would come over here climb the 10k subs and pull anywhere from 300 to 400 concurrent viewers on a regular basis I would have never imagined that but here we are you guys brought the support so prove me wrong you know horizon forbidden west is around the corner we're gonna try god of war today um now tomorrow i can't do god of war we want to show off the new uh halo infinite event uh but you know you prove me wrong and the gameplay will will start to carve out time for it we will right now we've been carving out time for the talk show because the talk show has been the uh it's been the, it's been the front runner it's been the horse that just won't quit to be fair, God of War is a four-year-old game. I've already played it through dozens of times. A new game uh, would keep up my interest better. Well, with respect, some games pull no matter how much. Like our Dark Souls 3 and Sekiro playthroughs. Those are old games and they, they've done great. And God of War on PC might pull because people are like, hey, I, I want to see the game beginning to end. I want to see how it performs. How does it look? Like, I think I think that is a... Um, I think that's fair, you know? Um, to, to give it that time. You know. So what about the new fenders? Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Um. Thank you, Nerd Mother, for five months of membership. Did I say that out loud? I saw it. I don't know if I said it. Thank you so much. If you've never supported a stream like this directly with a membership, you can click the dollar sign at the bottom of chat, and you can either do a tip or a paid membership. Paid memberships are five bucks a month. That's where they start. We have higher tiers if you want. Uh, You get a badge. You get emotes. You get increased access in our Discord server if you like Discord servers, like hanging out in them. Yeah, I'll be checking out Sifu for sure. Sifu looks super dope. You have to understand something. We'll check out games on their launch date for sure. For sure we will. Um, We will definitely check out games on their launch date. Like Dying Light, you know, releasing at the beginning of February. Dying Light 2. I mean, we'll probably check it out for an afternoon, you know, because day one, people want to see gameplay. We have good mic quality. We have good production. Why not? Let's check the game out on day one. That doesn't mean I'm going to play Dying Light 2 for two weeks and play it all the way to the end. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got it. it. It wasn't letting me change thumbnails, creature, but I got it. It, it, fi- it fixed. I just let it sit, and then eventually it did it. It was YouTube was definitely having some issues, though. So, um, yeah, we're good. We are good for the second stream, which we're gonna do that in about thirty minutes. Rainbow Six, yeah. When's Extraction come out? Uh, isn't that is that's this week isn't it it might be this week the 20th so that's Thursday um we'll see we'll see the God of War gameplay is going to be a determining factor there maybe I don't know we got a lot to check out this week we got the new Halo Infinite event on Tuesday uh, we could go back to we could go back to God of War on Wednesday and and, and do a little bit of a test because today's a holiday which which can hurt us we have a large worker lurk um, we have a large worker lurk audience that are probably not working today because uh, most of our audience is in America and uh, you know Thursday I don't know 
I think Extraction looks really, really fun. Oh, you know what else launches this week? Is that game uh, Nobody Saves the World from Guacamelee. Uh, we, Hilly and I might play that this week uh, on Friday night because the Halo Infinite Custom Games thing, we might have to limit that to being a once-a-month occurrence. Um, uh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that. NFTs are showing up without people's permission. It happened to Alana Pierce. Uh, it's happening to uh, Jim Sterling. Uh, who is this? Uh, no. no James, yeah, Jim Sterling and somebody else. People are making NFTs with their artwork and their faces without their permission. You got an unregulated, unregulated blockchain technology as part of cryptocurrency. And here we are. Big surprise. People are uh, just stealing I'm working today didn't do any of my assignments over the weekend and they're due at midnight we'll get to work boy stop typing in my chat holiday I still have to work half our staff called off because of snow yeah it looked like it was going to be rough the game looks like butt extraction I mean Wheezy I think extraction is going to surprise people I think it's going to surprise people I think it's going to basically be the premise of aliens fire team in a, in a better engine that's what I think. Um, the art isn't even the NFT, so there's that. What do you mean? Um, I, I forgot to put you on due to not working today, uh, but it's a snow day for me. There you go. There you go. Welcome in, Dan. Um, you don't think so, Wheezy? I think it's going to be a sleeper. I think it's going to be a sleeper. It'll end up. It'll end up with like a surprising, a surprising amount of people enjoying it and playing it. That's what I think. Um. I think it's I think it's taking a great concept and it's putting it in a good engine and I think that's why it's going to do good. Um, I linked you a Jawstripe Hayes video on NFTs. I didn't get a chance to watch it. No, I mean I I love the guy and he's as charming as all get out. I just have barely any time to watch videos. Uh, I was enjoying a lot of people's breakdown of the G4 TV thing, which convinced me I might actually make a video about it. I might actually make a video about that and the Pokemon situation from a very different angle. Of yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very I'm very annoyed with both those situations for a variety of reasons. When you're buying an NFT, the art is just a visual representation of the NFT. It's not the actual NFT. Right, and that's what cop that's what people were saying in my coverage of it. I said, "Listen, if you have an NFT with artwork attached to it, you don't actually own the artwork. The original the original artist still owns the artwork. They still own the copyright." So you don't actually own the artwork, you just own the NFT that's represented by the artwork, and every time it's traded, they can get a royalty from it. The G4 thing is old, though. It built over the weekend, and it certainly isn't done yet. No, it's not done. And I don't I don't like talking about that stuff when it first breaks, because it's all drama chasing, but in the aftermath, I think I could do a very good and healthy breakdown of it and talk about, like how if I criticize your position and say that something that you said is dumb or ignorant I respect you if I'm willing to do that I don't respect you if I'm gonna like not call you on your BS right like I have more respect for uh what's her name um Fork or whatever her name is I forget I followed her on I followed her on Twitter I was trying to follow everybody that, that had anything to do with it um no no Frosk it's Frosk isn't it not Fork, Frosk. 
I have more respect for Frost if I'm going to tell her her take is 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 inaccurate or even dumb. I'm like, that's dumb. That's a dumb take. That's I res- I don't respect you if I'm like afraid to say that. She had tweets about being attacked way before she made the stupid Xbox Sony claim. Yeah, but okay. Listen, I'm I'll give you a sidebar on this. This is my problem with streaming culture and YouTube culture right now, okay? Trolls and hateful, awful people are everywhere, okay? And what they do is they try to find the thing that's going to upset you. So they will say things that are horrible because you're a woman or because you are a minority, okay? That is a representation of troll culture not necessarily a representation of gaming culture to me trolls do the same thing on reddit they do the same thing on facebook and youtube in non-gaming channels and non-gaming coverage they say super really offensive things about the person in the video to try to upset them and to try to get a reaction so my frustration with a lot of the dialogue surrounding this is that women in particular are facing just such overwhelming misogyny in the streaming world and in the gaming world and I'm like no you face trolls and they're leveraging that language to upset you which is awful and you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to go through it but it's not indicative of like streaming or gaming culture just being full of misogynists right my irritation with Pokey is she brazenly breaks the, the, the purple platform's TOS and brazenly breaks copyright law for weeks on end and gains 300 and some odd thousand followers on purple. And then one dum-dum, he, he deserved to be banned, by the way. He sent a hate raid, so he deserved to be banned. One dum-dum basically gives her an out. Now it's, that's now, uh, that, no, everybody's talking about that now. Nobody's talking about one of the largest streamers on the platform just brazenly breaking TOS and copyright law. We're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about misogyny in the industry. She's br- she's brilliant, by the way. She's brilliant because she had to know this was coming. So everybody gets labeled incel that, 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 that's been critical of her. And so the story is now shifted. And look at what she's gained. She's gained hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of followers, a, a, a publicity PR stunt essentially that got her hundreds of thousands of dollars in free marketing and now she gets to turn it around and she's the victim (laughs) like imagine somebody just brazenly breaking the rules on the platform and brazenly breaking copyright law and when they get a bunch of hate from somebody that becomes the banner and that's all everybody talks about that's annoying what do you that, that that is the haters on the internet have nothing to do with you breaking the rules right and i saw other instances with with g4 tv there were other instances where people claimed that frosk didn't know what she was talking about and said things that were ignorant there was a lengthy post by a guy it was thoughtful it wasn't unkind and it was about league of legends and how she had a lot of takes and a lot of input that was so off the mark and so inaccurate they took her off of league oh well leagues leagues known for misogyny so this guy's thoughtful post was just irrelevant he's like I'm, I, I watched I was part of it and a lot of people didn't like her takes because they weren't accurate or they were way off the mark 
and so then you get to run and hide and say oh well it's it's, miso- it's misogyny in the industry when it's like well haters and trolls don't represent the industry and haters and trolls don't represent the culture you you can't say in one breath that like it's a vocal minority that runs to reddit to complain about video games and most of the people that play video games never step foot on reddit you can't say that and then in the next breath be like oh but when haters show up on reddit or forums or twitter or my or my or my live stream chat that's indicative and representative of gamers no <laughs> no I actually, I like, I actually agreed with Jeremy on this. Uh, the, I, I don't, I don't always agree with the quarterings takes. I, I think I don't, I don't always agree with him. I agreed with him that most gamers are like, a, a political. They don't care about this crap. They just want to, they just want a game, and they don't. They, and, and I think people overstate this. Like everything's woke. We talked about that recently. Where like they're so anti-political that the minute something comes in that feels or smells political, they call it woke and get really angry. I think what he's saying is proved in that that people are like, that's woke, get that out of here do 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 do, like they rail against things, I don't think they rail against uh, diversity or or more progressive efforts, I don't think they rail against those efforts because they're like they're hateful, I think they rail against them because it smells like like, it smells like politics to them right, it doesn't make their, it doesn't make their take correct right, it doesn't make their their push against diversity or their push against like progressive ideals it doesn't make their take correct but i generally think most gamers don't care about any of this crap they just don't right there were really good takes in the g4 tv breakdowns i thought there were really good takes on the fact that like sure yes olivia munn was on the show very pretty they definitely leveraged how hot she was don't act like you didn't if you have her jumping into a pie dressed as a french maid you can't tell me you weren't leveraging the fact that she was hot that's freaking ignorant, right? But she also knew what she was talking about. She 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 would she would bring the takes and the stats, and and she would have she, people respected the fact that like, oh, sure, she's pretty, but she knows what the frick she's talking about. I've seen four or five different takes from Frost represented from thoughtful commentators, like people in the comment section, being like, she. she <laughs> She's, she's had bad takes, and we've called her on it, and then we get called incels? Like, I don't understand. That's the frustration, is that you're... It's so superficial to act like trolls are a representation of misogyny in the industry, when it's like, if there is misogyny in the industry, it's, it's far less visible and far less noticeable than, like, some troll in your comment section. Like, that's so superficial. It's so superficial. It's not... It, nobody should have to hear it or listen to it or be exposed to it, but you have to see what that, that's what trolls do. Trolls will immediately... This is like the people on the purple platform who, like, weaponize the hate raids for publicity. Everybody wants to go, you know, crying in the public about it, and all you did was encourage more people to do it. Was an incel? I've heard it so many times. So it's basically, an in, it's like a subculture on Reddit. It stands for involuntary celibate, meaning like it's somebody who is angry at the fact that they feel, I'm not going to do this definition justice. They're basically saying that like their celibacy is not something that they're choosing. It's involuntary. P- they can't find a romantic in- engagement. They're being denied that and they're angry 
right? And so it's 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 an insult now when you call somebody that, which I find it funny to be like it's a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women, typically associated with views that are hostile toward women. So like it's basically a member of a subculture where they feel like that's being denied them and they're very angry and antagonistic now towards women, right? And so I find it funny that in one in one breath women will say we don't like it when when people say you know this is a common thing guys will say i don't know why you're watching her she's not going to sleep with you she's not going to sleep with you this is a common thing guys say it's stupid to say but they push back against that and they say you're whittling us down to just this one thing as if that's all we have to offer right but then in the next breath they label their they label the trolls and the criticizers and all these men as incels and it's like well hang on a minute <laughs> hang on a minute that didn't you just deny one reality and then in the same breath say something very similar that like all all these men are incels like i don't know i find it to be incredibly hypocritical and contradictory it's like i don't know i don't agree i don't agree with people saying that that like she's not gonna sleep with you bro she's not gonna sleep with you bro like they keep their boyfriends a secret because if they let people know that they have a boyfriend this is this has been tracked by the way they'll lose tons of followers so they have to keep that part of their life secret because it hurts the brand you can call that what you want Right, you can call that what you want. That the brand has to maintain an air of they're single because they know that if the, if they come out and say I have a boyfriend, that they'll lose tons of followers and tons of subs and tons of support. They know that they're they're playing right along with the game. They're 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 dancing to that cultural uh, you know fiddle. They're dancing to it. They're like. They're, they're not coming out and letting that part because it's been tracked there was a woman who recently came out as gay and she lost tons of followers on Twitter it's like what the frick well people people have an idea about you right and if that idea gets crumbled then the brand loses its potency you know just say it they need to be big well I'm not saying it I'm just saying that that's part of the brand the part of the brand is that you're pretty and people want to look at a pretty person and support and give money to a pretty person. And part of that fantasy exchange breaks down when you are not available. It's not as if they think in some weird way that they're sort of they're one day going to date you, but it's part of the it's 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 part of the package. It's part of what makes you appealing is that like they get to sort of have this lived out fantasy of support and like a parasocial relationship with you where they feel like some level of connection and intimacy and that gets fractured if you have a boyfriend it, acting as if that doesn't have an impact is just ignorant it does same way Lono pretends his coffee empire is really about video games <laughs> uh I love all of this of, of men that's acceptable uh, yeah, you're either womanizing or you're an incel. Right, it's like, I don't... Uh, this is getting creepy. It's not creepy! That's literally part of the... That's the brand! Don't sit here and tell me it's not part of the brand! If you keep your... If you keep the fact that you have a boyfriend or you're married a secret because you know what it'll do to your following, then, like, <laughs> don't insult my intelligence. Like, that's... I'm not judging you. That's, I'm not judging you. That's that's part of the value transmission. 
that people can watch and support and have this idea that they have a parasocial intimate relationship with you not in a gross way but in like a I am I am engaging with this person in a social way that is damaged if they have a boyfriend if you if you if you act as if that's not real or true then you're lying because they're <laughs> the people that have done this successfully do it knowing full well what they're doing that's why they're so good at it that's why I have a ton of respect for Pokimane because she's really freaking smart you want to act like she's not smart then you're not paying attention she's dadgum brilliant and she played everybody she played everybody like a fiddle she played the whole she played the whole streaming culture and the news circuit she played them all she played them all and bravo to her because listen if not bravo to her for breaking the rules I don't necessarily agree with how she went about it but I'm praising her intelligence I can praise her intelligence while having issue with the behavior. I think she's very smart. She's way more intelligent than people probably give her credit for. But I don't agree with her behavior. I don't think just because you're intelligent doesn't mean that breaking the rules and and brazenly streaming copyrighted material is a good thing. I don't think what she did is good. I think it's bad for the industry. Um, I think it's fundamentally bad for a live streaming environment to bring down that attention on it and it's not going to affect her at all because she gets to ride the tippity top of the tippity top she's 1% of a 1% and if that entire if that entire platform comes crashing down she ain't going to give a frick she can walk away and be like I'm fine my brand is is huge so like I can praise her intelligence and her her savviness while being like I really think what you're doing is incredibly destructive and really not fair to the people that are the rest of the people on the platform this could be very bad for for advertisement advertising dollars could go down this year and years beyond you already know that Amazon's not been satisfied with that platform's ad revenue and, and here you are playing a dangerous game you know playing a super dangerous game female streamers use that terminology as well it's a good descriptor for why they lose subs when in a relationship a lot of them provide a girlfriend experience online and when you're taken it breaks the immersion right like oh thank you the attention it's personal attention like you can't pretend that that's not a factor in the exchange of value that when you give this person money they give you some level of personal attention and that the personal attention from someone like Dr. Disrespect is dramatically different than the personal attention you get in a moment from Pokey so I I don't know it's definitely exploiting the parasocial dynamic yeah yeah it's and and to be fair to be fair the people that are the most successful at this are a character of themselves. It's a character. Pokimane's a character. That's not... That's not... She She's putting on a show, and good for her. The show is apparently very popular. The character is apparently very popular. Good for you. I, I'm not judging you. You know how many people get into character and, and, and do very well? You, you don't think Amaranth's in character when she streams? You don't think like, Doc's in character when he streams? Plenty of people sell you an, a, a character and a show, and if that character gets... gets If the veil breaks in any way, it, it'll, it, it hurts the solvency, and having a boyfriend really hurts the character. That's just a fact. So... 
I, I want to make sure that this stream is shorter than three hours, so we, we gotta we gotta move on. Um we gotta move on. Uh little tells me I'm dope and I deserve dope stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do tell you these things. Um uh, let me get this ready. God of War PC gameplay uh, part two. And let's make sure it is featured. Okay. And then we're going to go here and we're going to share the link and I'll give you guys the link as well I am going to run upstairs quick and use the restroom too before we make this transition I gotta wait what oh there it goes I was like what the frick is going on where's all my details okay I have oof this could be close I gotta go quick I'll be right back Cool, we got four minutes still. All right, let me send tweets and get notifications sent out.
probably have to switch this to the no it's the other one isn't it what oh no it is the microphone Oops. All right, we are switching gears to God of War PC gameplay. I must have changed my camera angle a little bit from the last time that I played. Uh, put me down here in the corner. The link is in chat, and redirect should bring you with me. If it doesn't, then use the link in chat. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continuing our gameplay of God of War on PC. This will be God of War PC gameplay part two. Uh, We greatly appreciate you supporting. If you want to continue to see gameplay on this channel, like full, complete gameplay, you know, multi-part series, remember that uh, the videos and those sessions are going to need that support if we're going to do that. We largely do talk shows on this channel. 